Recorded live. Anybody there?
I came back. Did anybody else? Anybody else come back? Yeah, I'm here. Oh. Hello. But Hello. I'm just, I just, I'm not up to talking, so I just was going to listen. Okay, yeah. Um. Well, I went into the other room, <clears throat> and I came back, and the call was over, so... Seemed like it was going pretty well for a while. Yeah. Maybe Kyle was tired and Well, but it was Ryan's room, and Ryan always goes late, so I didn't know what happened. Yeah. Then he was having some computer problems. Oh, it's okay. I'll just hang on for a little bit and see here. Yeah, me too. Aren't you in Florida? Me? No. I'm in Arizona. Oh. Oh, that's right. Like up in the Hills or the mountains or somewhere up 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 there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm in like they call it northern Arizona. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's not flat here. Yeah, it's a lot cooler up there too. A little bit. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Although it was uh, we're getting hot now. It's like. It was nineties for the last five days. Yeah, but there's always a difference. I'm sorry, what? There's always a difference in temperatures when you drive north into those hills. Yeah, when you go up, we're we're about five thousand feet off of the, you know, the desert. Yeah, yeah, I know. Cause in the summertime, that it makes a difference. It really does. <clears throat> Cause like, well, we were um, about eighty-eight degrees today. It was a hundred in Phoenix. Mm. 
Yeah, only a hundred. Hmm. Only a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's a hundred. Huh? It's pretty typical. They're gonna get hot real soon. Yeah. I have just a minute. It's Luda. I have to tell you something. The perps have my. Um, home phone rigged so I can't call in any longer. They say that the call doesn't exist. You know, it's not in service. I just called. I'm calling now on another line. It comes through perfectly, just so you know. <laughs> but I can't stay on this phone. But I just wanted you to know I'm okay, but um, I can't access you any longer through my regular phone. Uh, Isn't that it's nice? kind of hard to hear. Well, yeah, is it the phone that Makes it hard to yeah. hear. Okay. Yeah, my regular phone is, uh, they've got it manipulated so I can't call into this call. But I'm on uh, a different, it went right through perfectly. So that's, I wanted to prove to myself that they're messing with the phone to this degree. Yeah. So well, people well, know they can do this. Try it again on the other phone, though, Luda. Well, no, she's on now. She's on okay. now. Okay. I'm on a different phone, but I can't use this phone indefinitely. Okay, but. Go back, go back and try it on the one where it didn't work. Try it again. I've tried it three different times. They 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 know how to fix it, so it sounds like the call doesn't. This happened to me last night, and I didn't believe it. So then I tried it again today. Sure enough, once yeah, I it, got it, it, it did that. Mine did that tonight too, and it's done that before. But but then I just kept trying, and then it came back. Oh, well, I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying, no doubt about it. But I just wanted to, you to know this is the way they can manipulate your phone. They yeah. do mine yeah. all the time. I mean, they've yeah. shut down my electricity and everything else. So uh, I'm used to this kind of thing. But anyway, <laughs> it's just one big game. It's it's like playing a, a video game, except you're in it. So anyway, that's about it. I'm going to yeah. see what I can do with the other phone. Take care, guys, and maybe I'll be back. You just never know. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, good night, Luna. Yes, good night. Oh, wait. I have a question for her. I forgot. Oh. If she comes maybe back, she comes... I've been meaning to ask her something, but okay. If she comes back, it's All right. Hello? Hello. Hey. How are you? Uh, well, I'm okay. I'm just uh was wondering what happened to the call before it kinda cut out and then started up again. Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is really hot in South Alabama. Muggy weather here oh yeah you guys have been getting drenched this year yeah it's lots and lots of rain you're in south alabama yeah you know who i thought you were i thought you was the lady in santa barbara no no okay you sound like her no not me yeah yeah Hot, 
What's your first name again, Alabama? Huh? What's your first name? Um, I'm just going to be a South Alabama. So. Oh, okay. Thanks. All right. Hi, South Alabama. Hey. Hey, baby. Does hey. it me in Santa Barbara? <laughs> Yeah, okay. I do call her baby. That's my girlfriend, man. Guess six. <laughs> we started dating. Oh. <laughs> with Candace. But like, man, you're breaking up. Bet I can't hear a word you're saying. Uh, yeah, you are. Huh? All right. Never mind. Yeah, that's my girlfriend. Guess <laughs> guess six like Ryan calls her baby. Yeah. <laughs> South Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's my girlfriend. Yep. Okay. Can you I'm hear proud me? Of her. I can't hear you. AC. You're, you're, you're gonna have to come off that speakerphone. No, that's not what it is. It's every time they laser the phone. <laughs> Guess six. Yeah, you, that's right. Guess six. The love boat made in Tennessee. Yeah. So are you guys gonna <laughs> travel to meet? Like, she's going to come see me, Sue. She's going to come down yep. here and see me. Her uncle's going to bring her down here. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> you thought I was playing, didn't you, man? I don't waste time on, like, girl hunting. I mean, I mean, not, like, in the sense of, like, hunting. I, I, know, I, I mean, know. I, Yeah, I mean, I don't fool <laughs> around with, with like, uh, like people I pursue. When I pursue somebody, you know, I go after them. Yeah, of we, course, we kind of pursued each other, though. I, she came to yeah. me friended me, yeah. And I found mm-hmm. out how sweet she was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plus my horoscope says something about uh twin flame and and everything, so and it being a Virgo and he's a Virgo too. So Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That works out. Yeah. No it's made in heaven. Yeah. Huh? No made in heaven. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, that's great in heaven. Yeah, it's it's a good thing. I mean, I'm I'm glad you know because that that's rare to find a, a targeted person though that you can date and like yeah. call up and talk mm-hmm. to and have her come yeah. in and visit. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. I like it. Yep. Yeah. Gino's a liar. Yeah. We talk. Like- huh? I said, I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we we won't talk about that on the line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll leave that for off the line. <laughs> it can, kind of, can get kind of graphic there. <laughs> yeah. go to sleep after your call ended? Like Kyle and Linda? No, Kyle's back on here. Linda's oh, probably okay. went to sleep, yeah. Okay. She went to sleep. I know he's tired. Who is this person that calls in here with this stop harassing me name? I don't think uh-huh. I've ever heard that person speak. Yes, you have. It's Chrissy. I've talked to her before. Me. Oh, Chrissy. Hey, Chrissy. Yeah. Oh, Chrissy. Talk- she was on yeah. last night. Yeah. Yeah, I've spoken before. Sometimes I will. It just depends on, um, you know, the conversation and that. And, cool. Uh, 
But yeah. that's your name, Ryan? Tristan huh? the name, yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, see, okay. I thought you, you were saying her name was Stop Harassing Me. Oh, well, you know, I could go by that. I could go by that, you know. I could walk yeah. up and introduce yeah. myself like that, and we'd probably start a pretty good conversation, you know. Well, now, why are you using that name? You have a few minutes, I can tell you. you know? uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, hi, Chrissy, it's Sumaya. It nice hi, Sumaya, how are you night. doing? Good. Good. Well, sort of good. I mean, good considering... My yeah. my stepmom died this morning, but um, oh my! I'm so sorry for your loss. Hey, hey, Sue. Yeah. What kind of name is Maya? Is that an Indian name? Uh, it's, well, it is. It is partly that. Is also, it's partly um, Indian, like India name, oh. and also. Um, it has some other translations. Okay. Yeah. Now, is that your last name or is that your, just your first, you know, part of your first name? No, it's, I use it as my second name. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you for asking. Sure. Yeah, because all I could think about was I am in they're American Indians, Mayan Indians. Mayans, like Central American Indians. Yeah. Uh huh. You're right. right. So Ryan, did I hear that you that you have found love or something that you've met someone? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, he's he's. Starting a relationship with a, another TI on the call. Oh, how wonderful! Mm-hmm. Uh, it's rare to find that, and it's wonderful when you do. Yeah. Although uh, I know a couple other TIs who tried to have relationships that kind of got very strained. You mm-hmm. say. By the mm-hmm. targeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they could start using them against each other. Yeah, that's true. They have done that. You remember, um, well, then that would get into gossiping. I shouldn't do that. No, that's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. But he was pretty famous, and uh, was his, i got to think of his name now. Back again, guys. Hey, hey, Chrissy, is that you, Chrissy yeah. Stone from Freedom from Covert? Who's asking? It's Ryan, the moderator. Yes, it is. Oh, hey, you. How you been? I, I You came over here one night over Greg Gamache's lawsuit, and, and I asked you your name, and you got all defensive on me. I remember you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I, you know, I'm so, I'm so sorry if I was. I think, I, okay, you know, I'm huh? so protective um sometimes and um the whole um incident unfortunate incident with FSCHS I pulled away from the 
community for three years. Right, uh, yeah. It was really hard on me. Um, you know, but and things were said uh, not to, I don't want to say anything ugly or negative towards anyone. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So it's been hard, you know, Ryan, thank you. Um, but welcome. I've missed the community, and it's it's been really hard. But it's been such delight uh, to come back and reconnect uh, and to hear all the wonderful strides. I still stayed in touch with Derek uh, throughout the years. And um, just to learn, you know, of there's lots of new TIs. That's not... That's not the great thing, you know. You don't, you know. Oh wow, how wonderful that is! Oh, you know. I mean, <laughs> what I mean. Oh yay! Oh, you know what I mean. Wow, is, there's millions of us now. Wow. Yay! Uh, but yeah. it's 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 interesting um, because I think the one thing that I've always said ever since I learned, I became um, an individual that was used with different targeting styles, is that you know. I knew I wasn't crazy. You know, when I first started discovering it, I thought something's not right. You know, in my incident, the way that I was targeted was not a pleasant one. Um, and you know, and then you meet people that would say the same thing that happened to you. Yeah. You know, it was sort of like do do do. You know, you go, like, oh my gosh, this person is having the same experience that I am. Um, mm. And I, you know, I mean, I think, you know, that we we have made strides, um, but we have still a long way to go. Yeah. Uh, and I think the Cuba incident, and I also think uh, the China incident, you know, makes people question Exactly. And, and I think those government employees would agree if they were allowed to speak um, that they would know that the government is capable of doing something hideous to them. Absolutely. It is a false flag, that, that Cuban thing. That's a false flag. Yeah. And, you know, I just sometimes I sit there and I go like, wow. You know, and I love Richard Lighthouse. I love. Me too. He is phenomenal. And he has such knowledge and he has such a a calm demeanor about him. And he's so fat. You know, he's just a matter of fact. You know, and I'm I'm still glad that Dr. John Hall is involved, and I couldn't be prouder of Robert uh, for creating his ELS device and selling it on eBay. Yeah. Um, I just think that you know it's sort of bold when you think about it, he puts it out on eBay, but then it's really innovative and it's genius. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got a lot of respect for that guy, Doctor Duncan. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a nice, humble guy. And I mean, it's to to work. He worked for the DOD. Not only he went to Harvard as well, and to be as humble yep. and nice as he is, he come he came in here. We interviewed him on this show. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. are you are you on Facebook? I am. Once you add me on there. What's your last name? Oliver. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, I remember uh, you. Yeah, I remember but, when you used to moderate the calls over there, the, the Saturday night calls and all that. No, well, no, Derek did that. I would help out every once in a while. 
Yeah, I that's did, what I mean. I did yeah. some, when I, we first started out, um, I did a lot of small calls uh, because mm-hmm. we were still so new. And then we sort of grew to where Derek could moderate on Saturdays. I did one on Friday nights, and then um, I just sort of pulled away from that. And then um, I would do private calls uh, where we didn't announce it. And I did one I spoke last night about helping. There were um, a group of women that there was one who was really going through a horrific time. Um, And so I know, you know, we all know how they manipulate us, and we all know how they um, use the dreams to absolutely um, do things. Oh, yeah. Um, And then I think, I I thought the new article that came out in the newsletter about the young woman uh, who was receiving, um, China, who was receiving the horrific, so many levels, and so many styles of targeting all at one time. Um, I don't know if you read that article or not. It came out a few days ago from Derek. No. When I said, yeah, when I sat there and read it, I thought, my goodness. I mean, they really were, are doing a number on her. Exactly. And, Which one was that? Um, you know, let me see if I can pull it up. I, oh, you don't uh-huh. have to. It's all right. Okay. Well, if you just type in, um, I don't even have a computer anymore. I have to do everything through my phone. But uh, uh-huh. if, if you sent it out, maybe it's a week ago. I just pulled it up. And when I read it, I think I was just, I was in my car. I just came home and I was, I sat there for a good five minutes because mm-hmm. it just, really hit me that this young woman was going through a horrific so many levels and so many styles of targeting i don't yeah you know, i don't know why they're you know there's a purpose they're trying to break her down obviously yeah. um, and she's fighting back and you know when you sit there and you fight back like that then you know they just increase it more um yeah. And uh, when I read what she was going through, I mean, my heart just broke, especially um, mm-hmm. they have um, they've remotely raped her. Um, yeah. And that was just, you know, there's something that is insidious when they do that. I just, I sit there and when they do that, I just go, you know, I think, I don't know if all of us experienced that, but I felt like, what you know? You're a rapist. You're a coward. You hide behind this technology, and you are nothing but a rapist. Exactly. That's bad. Yeah. You Crazy. know, and that's yeah. How, how did you find this call anyway, Derek? Tell you. You know, Derek told me when I when I asked him. We had a long talk, uh, yeah. a really long talk about me coming back, and he said, just come back on my calls, you know, and then um, he told me about a couple of late-night calls, and he goes, you know, listen for a while, and then when you feel comfortable talking, you know, pipe up or just stay in the chat. Um, You know, some people will welcome me or talk to me, and some, you know, will treat me like a pariah. That's that's fine. You know, I, I get it. So... 
uh, but you know, I'm not. I'm not here to hurt or harm or insult or. Uh, I think you're you a know. sweet lady. I, I would like oh, to have you, you moderate for us. Oh, wow! Mm-hmm. I would be honored. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, I mean, it's. It, I still go through my targeting. Um, they, I'm very still remote neural monitored. Uh, they tried some. New things on me uh, over this year, this course of year, which I thought was sort of unique. Actually, I thought it was sort of comical because uh, I'm so strong and I've learned how they what they try to do to me. And um, they kept on repeating a word to me and to see if it would break me down. And finally, I just I started laughing, <laughs> and it stopped. You know, I mean, they just stopped in the Still, and what they did was they sent a really strong, strong, strong um, hit to my left temple, and they've—I haven't had the physical attacks in a long time, and it was so sharp and so piercing um, that I felt it in my my teeth, you wow. know, and I was—I sort of just stood there for a minute. And I thought, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cry. And, you know, I think that's what they wanted me to do, or they wanted me to scream, or they wanted me to run out the door. I don't know what they wanted me to do. They want, yeah, they want you to you cry know? to humiliate and you. Exactly, and so yeah. I didn't. You know, I didn't. And um, in fact, I can't remember what I did. Yeah. And I, you know. I just thought to myself, I thought, you know, it's really, it's really wrong. I remember you used to call it your remote neural monitor. <laughs> yeah. You, you'd say like, I heard you telling people, it's like, you're, you're, you're like me, you're a remote neural. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same with me. It is. It is. Yeah. You know, and, and it's because, you know, like, and also um, there's seven layers. I received seven, seven layers of subliminal messaging. Yeah. So there's like a very silent, silent voice. Then there's the next level, then the one that, so they, you know, they warp it to brain and train. Um, and I just go like, huh. You guys you know? listen to her. She's smart about this. She's like at our level of knowledge about it. Yeah. But, you know, I, I still, talking to Samaya last night, um, you know, I get, we were talking about still the levels of respect when someone, you know, it's so hard sometimes because when we when we are being targeted or when we're not being targeted, and when someone's speaking or talking about their their plight or what they're going through, and then somebody gets argumentative or they they maybe they aren't meaning to be argumentative, maybe they aren't realizing, but then they are or they're discounting or they want, you know, their advice is the best advice. Well, everybody's advice on these calls, I think, is important. Yeah. Because if you listen to what some somebody's done, not every bit of uh, shielding will work for every single target. Right. And um, I think that's what gets defeated sometimes. You know, you're like, why doesn't it work for me? Why did it work for them? But we are individual. Our bodies are unique and individual. And we have, even though this is frequencies that we use, um, electronic frequencies uh, that attack us, 
it's, you know, when you sit there and you look at it, it's understandable why it doesn't work. So you have to find something that will. And you have to, you know, it's, it can be very defeating. Um, yeah. And um, I don't know, you know. Is everybody, is Simon still on the phone? I don't want to keep on talking. I want everybody else to talk. I don't <laughs> want to take over the call. Well, how, how late <laughs> do you stay up during the night? Christmas? You know, it's it's odd. Um, I, used, I, I usually go to bed because I work still. Um I usually go to bed around 9, but since I've been in these calls, what I've allowed myself to do is I go to bed early and then I sort of wake up so I can attend the late-night call. Okay. Um, what what I was doing, at, we, we're, we're kind of looking for somebody to see. You know, I, we don't open well, Kyle's, up. Well, Kyle's helping, isn't he? Yeah, um, but yeah. I don't want to keep him up. He's already got a lot on him anyway. But then yeah, that, he does. That, the thing about it, we do this late. This this show's getting popular. It it, it very much is. It get confidence well, night from you guys saying how good. I'm glad too that you guys make the show. But yeah, I was kind of looking for somebody to open up a second late call for me so I can go to sleep. See, I must drink every night, or I, I drink on here, so you hear me on here slurring and everything. But I try not to get that drunk. But I must drink to be able to get to sleep. Otherwise, they keep me awake with this damn technology. I see. And I was just needing somebody to open the second call. Well, you. at least you're open about, you know, that why why what well, you do what you do. I think, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, I think we have to all consider why we, you know, that what works for us or why we, you know, somebody does something what they do. Um, yeah. I know that for a while, um, when I was working some different shifts, they were not allowing me to sleep like it was constant or it was a lot of uh body attacks and exactly. yeah. I would be so exhausted that I was I guess I, you, you know, were exhausted, really, yeah. Yeah. I guess and when I get really overly exhausted I'm I'm very I get real defense. I mean I'm just like, you know, don't touch don't mess with me. Because yeah, yeah. I am not, I am like a mama bear coming after you, and I will not <laughs> break down, you know. And then it, it, you know, it's not the person, you know, that, that's doing it to you, but you take it out on somebody else. It's just, it's, you know, that 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 doesn't go along well with me because I, I am a person that comes from a place of peace, and I'm, you know, I'm well known professionally, you know, because I'm in management that I. I lead with a, you know, a servant's heart that I'm compassionate, you know. I mean, there's, like, my owner, because I'm in re- I'm in the service industry, I manage restaurants, and my one of my owners said, you, she goes, I've never seen you where you have not had a smile on your face or that even when we're in the weeds, um, in the weeds means it's your, oh, my gosh, you know, every waiter's busy, busy every bus person is busy, and, you know, the level of service of customers are like three, like four to one, you know. Um, but, you know, you have, you know, she said, you just are so thoughtful. And um, I think that settled, you know, that made me feel really good because I thought, you know, she recognized it. You know, she didn't give me a raise, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, could you give me a million dollars? 
Just a million dollars. That's all I need. Just a couple of dollars. A million. You can afford it. You've got two restaurants. Come on. Let's bump up that salary a little bit. Come on. You know? Mm -hmm. But still, I would never ask, you know, I did never ask for that. So. Yeah, you got a good sense of humor. It's hell of a sense of humor. I try to. Well, what I happens? still say that I wish that I could have people over. It would just warm my heart because I'm a cook as well. And um, yeah. so, you know, and I used to write recipes and all of that stuff. And I would just love it if I could have a group of people over that were closer here within the vicinity where I could have that home where somebody could come over and it would be a group of targets because, you know, the other thing that I always say is we're people and we're humans and we have hearts and we have lives. We have artists. We have musicians. We have engineers. We have nurses. We have craftsmen like carpenters and machinists and we have editors and writers and authors and bloggers and we have a plethora of knowledge and it's we're not dead we're alive we're just we're just preyed upon you know like uh, like we're animals and treated horrifically so you know, I would just love that, you know, to have like an old-fashioned salon like they used to in the 20s and things like that, where you just come together and you have that person play their guitar or whatever. Or maybe somebody has a set of bongo drums. And I play guitar. You <laughs> see? And, you know, it's just a matter of camaraderie and you just, you become, you sort of are, you are, we are human, but you sort of, you know, that, that moment from that targeting, even though it may happen, it's not, it's sort of like put on the shelf and you can laugh and you can laugh and you can talk. And if you want to have a glass of wine or a beer, you can. And if you don't drink, I've had gum, you know, I make, I make some really good, you know, herbal teas. I have (laughs) coffee, you know, (laughs) I used to make up, I, I've, uh, I could do craft, non-alcohol cocktails, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, I, yeah, I get what you're saying about the camaraderie. You, you know, it gets to, we become like a family on these calls. We we hear we hear each other yeah. every night and we talk to each other. Too. It comes like a family, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It does. It does. And, um, you know, I think the, the, when Ella has all of her interviewees on, it opens up the door. It, it does, lets yeah. us learn more knowledge or to be able to take notes. You know, I remember I used to have a notebook. I don't have it anymore. Um, it's interesting. Um, you know, I owned a house. Um, I moved back um, home to Austin. I used to live up in the DFW area. Uh, well, you're in Fort Worth, aren't you? You're down there no, with not Dick. anymore. Not anymore. I used to live up in there, but now I'm down in Austin. Oh, you're so, down in Alex Jones' world, aren't you? Cool. I am. That's, this is where I was born and raised. So, cool. yes, yes, Alex is quite popular within Austin. Oh, um, yeah. And there's people who really 
uh, are more bold and brazen about speaking about him because you you know Austin is a is a bed of of people from it's it's a unique city it's always there's a slogan that goes keep Austin weird uh huh yeah. yeah I am so you know we have a lot of things you know there's a lot of marches on the Capitol there's you know a lot of you know there's no topic that's not touched here within Austin. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a, it's a unique city. I think every city is unique, but this one really, you know, people aren't, you know, if they want a cause, they make it happen. Um, so, you know, Alex has billboards, you know, I mean, it's just different, you know, uh, some people like, some people don't, uh, but that's oh, just, that's just the way, that's the way of the world. Every day. Yeah. 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 I listen to him every day. Have you ever met him? Um, I don't think I've ever met Alex. I was trying to think if he's ever been in a circle of of peeps that I've been around. Um, I don't think so. No. No. Yeah, I, I just wish he would get more aggressive with the, with our plot, you know, and just targeting and talk about it. It's time. Well, you know? I, he, you know, he did, and I can't remember what happened to him. Something happened. I don't know if he got attacked. Or- or not? Pete Santilli and, and what's his name? Uh, Ken oh. Rose showed up down there at the Bullhorn. <laughs> Alex called yeah. the police on. Somebody called the police on. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have Pete Santilli. Derek told me he just got out of prison. Yeah, but God bless the guy, man. That that guy is a real warrior, man. He's he's did so much for our community and to have uh-huh. the shitheads that went around calling him. Oh, you know, this and that, and saying he's an FBI informant. Man, there's people, man, I tell you. Yeah, I think we, you know, um, unfortunately he got caught in something that was not all related to us or our plight. Um, they framed you know, him, Chris. He, he was up I there know. at the, the ranch, and he was talking about, he was like talking about us being targeted with electronic harassment critically uh, to those FBI agents. He's like, what are you guys doing? Are you doing this? And he was uh, hitting around about the harassment, electronic harassment, yeah. That's, you know, and, well, you know, I just <clears throat> still say a lot of this, like Ken was on the phone earlier, I was on Frank's call just for a very short while because I had so many things to do um, just, you know, within my house that I just I just finally thought, you know, I can't even sit and listen and enjoy this call. So, and I always keep my phone on mute so my background noise would never disturb a call. Um, so I had to, to, I just decided to disconnect it. But before I did, Frank let, read this list of all these things that we go through that uh, you know, are specifically used to build the to continue to build up or to start and initiate targeting to start the foundation of it. Uh, I don't know if you remember when David Lawson drove around with the perps and he wrote a, a book about oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Years ago. talking in America. Well, Ken from North Carolina, um, he was on the phone and he was talking. Well, I still remember the great pioneer Eleanor White. You know, I mean, that woman, uh, she, you know, she's an engineer up in Canada. Um, she's a pioneer. She, yeah. yeah. She has, you know, the drawings of the body and the brain and how it induces. And that was in 1974. Exactly. 
So this, you know, it's been around before then. But Ken spoke to the CIA operatives, you know, like Monarch and the Bluebird and Paperclip and Artichoke. Um, and the difference, she said, he said that there was a woman at one time, and I remembered this, and, you know, it's sort of, you know, like we learn so much and we table so much and shelf so much. Um, and, like, I had a notebook because I would have people call me at night that were new, um, and my phone would be ringing. It would be 3 in the morning, and I would talk with someone who was new, who was scared, who, you know, was hiding. I had one that she was hiding in the closet because she knew they were in her house. Yeah. And I, I walked her through it. I said, they're not in your house. They're making you feel they are. So I want you to keep me on the phone. And I, I said, I want you to turn on one light. So we went through the whole, she lived in an apartment, and I made her turn on every single light. You know, once she would be so stable in one room, we'd go to another. Um, and it, it helped her because, you know, they were doing the sounds in the walls. You know what I'm talking about. Or, like, it makes it sound like they're in the next room. Yeah. And um, so it, it sort of walked her through it. But the reason why I'm saying that is because this woman, um, and I had the, I had it, but she talked about it. I don't know if you remember the different frequencies that each program used in order to, and you know, brain and train us. Yeah. Um, because every we're different frequencies. Each one of us. We're not all the same. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, anyway, man. how's everybody else doing? You know, <laughs> I'm just glad you're on here. I mean, yeah, we missed you. Uh, I was wondering what happened to you. I I always listen to you when you're on Derek's yeah, show. Yeah, that's that's what happened to me. You know, that was not a pleasant uh, time in our lives. Uh, to right. be quite honest, and you know, I I I um some things happened, and I'm I had to call Derek privately. I was. First, I wrote him and I asked him if he would take the moment to talk to me, and I told him some things that I knew. And um, so we, you know, along with Julianne, um, and he dissolved. Yeah, he dissolved FCHS. You know, but I think he's in a better place. You know, I'm I'm very proud of Pax. I think Pax is is uh, really great. I don't know. It's it's um. There's so much. It's different. It's different. It's a, it's alive. Does that make sense? I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah, if I'm well, saying that right. <laughs> well, you know what? I, do you go on Derek's uh, Saturday night call on Monday I night? I do. Call? I yeah. do. Yeah. You go I in the do. chat. I do go in there. Yeah. Sometimes I, I, you know, there's so many people talking, or there's so many different topics that I don't. Sometimes I'll talk, and sometimes I'll. Well, sometimes you can't. You know, yeah, see, I do, I do that too. Like, I got on Frank's call tonight. Oh, hey, and hey, I'm back. I had to go eat, so I'm sorry. Yeah. I Love it. Oh my gosh, how horrible! And you didn't bring us anything? What? No. <laughs> I, I brought a glass of wine back, but I'm gonna drink that too. Oh yeah, brother. I'm just Cheers, warning you. Man. Okay, wild child. Now let's not be getting too wild there. No, I'm not that Excuse big of a drinker. I'd, I'd like one chilled, please, and I'd also really like some popcorn. You know, so three ice cubes and no popcorn because I'm out of popcorn. Darn. But I, oh, I, that's I have okay. Some... I have my own popcorn. That's fine. Okay, good. 
good. Can you guys hear me? What? Yes. Okay. I was just making sure that mute button went on. Yeah, I got you some uh, microwavable popcorn, Chrissy. There we go. There we go. I don't know if you remember. I used to do that. I'd go like, everybody grab your favorite beverage. I don't care what it is. I don't care what you do. It's your house. It's your your door. It's your four walls, wherever you're at, or your car, whatever you're doing. Kick back. And kick back and let's, you know, have some fun. Yeah. Take your shoes off. So so you were a moderator, Chrissy? I yeah. was. How long uh, were you a moderator for? Well, like I how, did it in the very, very beginning, Kyle, like when we were first initiating, when we were first forming conference calls. So let me tell oh you about this. It was, mm-hmm. um, I believe, calls started... 2005, uh, that's when you got 2005. started. 2005. Yep. Wow. And um, I would do Friday night calls, <clears> and one time I did a... Tuesday night call, and you might get 10 people, but we got attacked a lot. Now, we, I will say this, when in the in the beginning days, in the pioneer days, uh, they really tried to stop our calls. I mean, they would, yeah. we talked, now I'm, I know I don't like the word perp, and I don't like to use that word, especially in calls, because I don't, I know it can be triggers. So forgive me for saying that word. Let me just say an infiltrator. How about if we use that word? There we go. Um, and an infiltrator, I had one um, that every time I had a call, they would come. They would come in, and they. Missouri, uh, turn you, turn you. You're gonna have to mute yourself because I know that's coming from you. What is that? It's her it's her phone that messes up every time she calls in. You have to mute yourself. Uh, mute you. Thank you. Well, oh, well that's me, frustrating for her. Yeah, let me get that. Hold on. Yeah, but, but Christy, you know, yeah. I mean, look how far we've come I know. since those days. I mean, there most of the calls now, most of the evening calls, I should say, are above 50 people. And yes. some of them are over a hundred people every yes. every time. I so agree. That's, that's I agree. amazing, you know. And, I, and even if we think we're not making enough progress, just looking at that comparison. Hey, hey Patrick, it, man, that that noise is we wasn't in Missouri. It's you, but it's Kyle. N- no, it's Patrick. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, Chrissy, you're like a you're like a pioneer too. You're yeah. a veteran, like yeah. you guys. What I was going to say is I had this guy calling in, um, but he was smart. I don't know how he did it to this day. Well, I do know he would come in, um, but he would he would come in and he would he would attack. He would use trigger words. He would, you know, at first he came in as a as we thought was he was one of us, and then I started. He said a word, and I got really quiet. Um, and I muted him, and I told everybody that I really thought he was an infiltrator. I wanted everybody to be careful. I said, if he uses a word that triggers you, remember, I did not invite him in here. He is not. I don't know. He never, it was weird. He would come in, and he would disrupt the whole call, and find, I mean, he would, he would come in under different names, um, and finally, I muted everybody, but it was just him and me. And, you know, I am a mama bear. 
So I said, <laughs> I told him, I said, uh, these are these are my friends, and that's what I consider them. I've never physically met them, but I know them. Yeah. And I said, you think you're smart? You're not. I said, you're probably one of the most, I said, and I, and I don't say ugly things like that, but I said, you're one of the most ignorant people I have ever, ever had walk on my journey in this call. And I said, you just keep it up. But I said, I tell you what, for every time you do, just remember, I'm going to strike back harder. Yeah. So I said, you do not have the right on this call. And I said, you, you really think your system is great, but I said, really? You have to change it up so much that it must be difficult. I said, do you ever remember, I mean, are you dressed? Do you have, I mean, have you looked at yourself today? I mean, what do you look like? Did you brush your teeth? Oh, my gosh, look at your hair. Oh, whoa, talk about the body odor. You know, I would just throw it back in his face. And finally, he quit coming on. Well, you know, I mean, come on now. I mean, he was trying to hurt everyone. And, you know, um, so finally we got rid of him. I even eventually, I called Derek that night, and I told him, I said, and I gave him all, I gave him the numbers, I gave him the handles he was using, because I said, I think he's not going to stop with me. I said, I don't know how he found me. Um, but I said, he's found me, so I think he's going to try and go into the bigger call. Um, but he, I think he, I remember the story, and it's not a story, it's a real thing, you know, but what I'm sharing with you. The testimony. Um, he did come in one time, and I forgot how he got attacked. Because I, I let I asked Derek to talk about it within the community and um, this different things. Um, uh, so I mean, he Are you went talking away. about Brian Kaufman? No, I don't remember. It was just he would be he would come in and he would just. You know, your you guys are insane. You know, I mean, you know, oh, you're not, you know, I don't remember who that was. No, this was in 2005. You know, oh, when he did all that. Okay. Um, and then, um, you know, I remember when I, when we first went, um, when nobody knew anybody, uh, we went to Houston and met in a church. Yeah. Yeah, Sue Ann and myself and Derek and. Uh, Gosh, did John was John Almond there hmm. from sure. England? That's before uh, my time, man. Yeah, yeah. I met a lot of people. I mean, I met people who were undercover. You know, when I say under underground, they were underground because they had, you know, they would help people, but they because of the targeting. That's when they did it more physical. That's when you would go out and find your tires flat or. Yeah. Uh, your car broken into or gaslighting by breaking into your home. Um, the only time they broke into my home, twi- I'm sorry, took a drink of water, excuse me. The Twice they came to my home, um, I was I was asleep and um, I'm not sure why I woke up. I don't, I can't remember why, but I felt something was in my home, um, and I'm pretty, I can take care of myself. Um, I'm not, you know, I don't own any weapons, but I can take care of myself. Yeah, man, you're um, a Texan. What are you talking about? Yeah, so, I know. <laughs> Everybody has a gun down here, and that's the truth. Exactly. Uh, so, anyway, and I don't mean that in a, in a funny way because of all the horrific shootings and the horrific mass shooting we just had. I have nothing to joke about. But, uh, false flags by my Air Force but, yes, 
Right. But uh, but anyway, they were inside my house. But when I when they heard me, they left. Well, when I got up and um, I had a baseball bat, uh, there my back door was open, my sliding glass door. Mm. And I had a really large backyard that was dark uh, because I lived in the airport pattern. So in an airport pattern, you can't have street lamps, right? So um, I just thought to myself, I thought, what in the world? Well, the thing about it is, is that I had fallen asleep on the couch. Um, right. I don't know why. I, I I I haven't owned a TV since 2008, but at that time I still had a TV, I think. Uh, this was 2005 and six, and uh, I had kept some very, 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 very important documents. Um, I had pictures, I had documents, and I had, uh, do- had some documents that had been sent to me from another targeted individual at the time um, that were helping me to work through some things because I was sort of doing some investigating and trying to figure out, uh, I knew who, I think I knew who my perps were, but that I thought they were still strong around me, and they were gone. Um, I had them hidden uh, within my mattress, and I noticed my mattress was not set right on my bed, and I went, um, I made sure all the doors were locked, I kept my baseball bat next to me, and the whole packet was gone gone it was just I, it, I, I sat down I remember I slid down on the floor and I thought about I thought about the, I had names I had telephone numbers I had addresses I was I was devastated devastated because I thought I had compromised people as well I was my whole world was just like, what have I done? What have I done? And then I thought, wait a minute, I didn't do this. They did. Wait, stop. Um, and I don't know who it was. To this day, I don't know who it was. I don't know. I don't know. But that's when I lived up in the DSW area. And that's, that's, a, that's the bed of CIA, Homeland Security, FBI, uh, DOD, DOJs, all up in there. And I think I just really made somebody mad. I really, I know I did, um, because my computer got hacked too. Um, and then when I left there, I bought a house. I was very proud of myself. Saved all my money, and um, I uh, saved tips, and I bought a house. And because I, my idea was I was going to make a safe house, safe house where people could come and stay. Um, through you know, I was going to keep it how long they they could do it. Um, I was trying to find viable, convert, you know, like um, transportation for them and make a network. And I used, I had a computer. I don't know if y'all remember in the day when you had like desktops and you could make different sounds for it when it logged on. Sometimes it was birds chirping. But I don't know why we did that. Or sometimes it was coyotes howling or whatever. Um, and I had one that it was a coyote howling, and um, I had a bedroom, two bedrooms where they faced the street. And again, you always live in an airport pattern because of the FW airport, and I there was no street lamps. But I woke up in the middle of the night because 
my computer got turned on. It was off. And the coyote howled, and I went, what the heck? <laughs> and I sat up in my bed. It was, uh, I will never forget, it was 2.15, and had my baseball bat with me, and I got it. And, uh, you know, I crawled on the floor and got up in the hall and came around the corner with my bat ready, and there was a red laser light. And I went to the ground because I'm going like red laser light, red laser light. That can be a lot of different things. And they were using that to turn my computer on. And, of course, I had documents and files there. I found a document. I think what happened is is that I found a document from CIA that spoke to specifically what we were doing. I don't know how I came across it. And I had downloaded it and I saved it as a file and I had I saved it, but I hadn't printed it yet, which was a mistake on my part. And my whole computer got fried. I mean, it was 100% fried. I took it to a guy who could compare his computers, and he looked at me and he went, uh, I can't repair this. You, it's like fried. Oh, they electronically warfared you. They sent you. Yeah. They fried your electronics with electromagnetic Every file was corrupted. Yeah. And I told him, I said, well, I have a document on there from CIA that I'm researching and I really want it. And he looked at me and he went, a document from CIA? And I went, uh-huh. I said, do. I, yes. Yes, I have. I'm researching. I'm researching about mm-hmm. mind control. And I, and I was very bold. I don't, you know... What, what's he, Gosh, what how are you do? that? How are you that, that bold that far back? Because like even it was now, a, sometimes it was a matter. Um, it, it was a matter of survival. It was a matter of survival yeah. because I to let you know I am a survivor of a horrific domestic violence uh, relationship. Um, I'm going through that. I went through that. Yeah. So it didn't scare me. I mean, I'd already been trying to be killed three times. That that didn't. You know, if I lived through that. I'm good. But you know what? This is my house. I don't remember, you know, if you're going to be up in my house, you might want to drop off part of the ranch, you know, because you're inside my house. So if you're inside my house, that means that's my water, my electricity, my food, and my furniture. So let's see some money back, you know? Come on. If you think you're so tough and rough, and, you know, when you break into someone's home and you're doing that, you're messing with their stuff. I don't. I, yeah. I sold everything. I sold everything. I went minimalist. I mean, when I say I went minimalist, I mean I sold every piece of furniture except for some family, you know, things that mean a lot to me. Um, I sold my bed. I sold my couch. I sold my refrigerator. I sold. When I say everything, I mean everything. Um, and I started completely 100% over. I left the DFW area because. When my house got broken into for the third time, I knew that they meant business. I knew they did. I, so, I knew so they I mean, it was like dangerous where they were breaking in and you thought they would do something? Because like I yeah. had a couple of years of that. Yeah, I thought eventually they were because of my because of what I was researching and doing different things. And I was um, and because I had 
spoken out, you know. Um, and I had a guy, and gosh, I can't remember his name. You know, it's funny. Sometimes I want to remember names, and sometimes because of the type of target they were going through. And if I pulled it up in the phone, he got married. Um, but he was followed by the black SUV, um, and he contacted me. He wouldn't meet me. Um, he was going to, and then one day he said, I can't. There, there, I have one in front and one in back. I was headed to your house, and I'm not going to. And then that's when I got my house broken into twice um, there. Uh, and then the other time at another little house that I rented, um, like I told you, they took the documents. But I think it was them uh, because the, because there was a black SUV, and I never have been tracked by black SUVs. And then I became more aware of my surroundings um, because um, when I was in my horrific relationship, he tried to poison me. Um, and so I'm very keenly aware of the different types of poison that can happen that are they're not cannot be detected. Um, they get flu-like symptoms or, um, you know, loss of use of your limbs or just little things that happen and then you die, okay? Um, so I got to where I, when, when I found out they were in my house, uh, I threw out everything. I threw out every bit of food in my house. I threw, I went through my freezer. Um, I threw everything out of my freezer. I threw out everything out of my refrigerator. I took all the spices. Uh, they call it paranoid. You can. So the actions and behavior of one doing that could be construed by just an innocent bystander, like, what in the world is wrong with her? But I couldn't risk it. I could not take the chance that if they had been in my house, they could have put poison in any one of my things. And I know that sounds pretty out there, but that's the way they, that's the way they worked. You know, we had a woman, um, they literally broke into her house almost every day. They gaslighted her horribly. Like she'd come home and like Richard Lighthouse talked about it. And they just did that to him, you know, when he became out, and more vocal. So, Chrissy, I'm sorry, the the yeah. timeline you're talking about is like early 2000s? That was, yes, that was 2008. Okay. When that happened. And the first break-in that I had was 2004 or five. Mm-hmm. The one that they came in and stole the documents and the names. And all that. So I, I feel like back then, you know, since they were they're growing this program, it's like it it seems like it was more dangerous because I think, I think, I think it was yeah just starting out, you know, not a lot of rules and stuff like that. Even though these people rarely have rules on torture and stuff, there seems to be some kind of protocol with the gangs talking. You know, certain yeah. things like they can't hit you and stuff like that. So. But, well, yeah. you know, I, I think, you know, they used colors to influence, like sometimes it would be red for one person, purple for another, all white cars, all black cars, all tan cars, all kinds of makes of cars, maybe like a small sedan or maybe it was a truck or maybe it was a SUV or 
Um, it could be people around you. You noticed that there was every person that walked past you was a purple shirt, you know. But you also have to understand that they brained and trained us to recognize those colors as well to create a paranoia within, within us as we would be out into the public that we would be a reactive person instead of proactive. So in other words, we'd go like, walk up to somebody and go like, who are you? Why are you following me? Well, okay, number one, that's going to get you in trouble, right? You're, somebody might and would call the cops, and then there would be arrest made, you know, and you'd be trying to explain yourself that I'm not crazy, you know, these people are following me, and it's, you know, gang stalking, and then it would open up a whole door you know, like Pandora's box would open and all of a sudden, you know, we had these 5150s that were happening and people were being put, unfortunately, into jail or, you know, they would be in a mental holdup in a hospital for 72 hours being assessed and all they were doing was fighting for their life. We still fight for our life every day because I, I firmly believe there are people who can be gaslighted. I do think um, it's a still a, a, an insidious form that's used um, to do that. You know, Ted Gunderson, you, you speak to Quantel Pro. You know, Ted Gunderson, I, I worked with him a little bit before he passed on. Um, really? Yeah. and he, Really? Yeah, we went to Washington together, and uh, he, you know, he talked to me about Quantel Pro, and he said it was it was a way to form to infiltrate gangs and, and criminals and um, then they thought, he goes, so that's what you were told. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it was, it, it's, I sit here and I go like, it's like Fahrenheit 451. Um, why do, you know, the purpose of it is, is to break down what they call the lesser of human race. Well, who are you to say to anybody's less than anybody? I mean, God made you the all-omnipotent, you know? I, mean, I find a lot of, Chrissy, I find a lot of cult thinking in that. There's yeah. a philosophy that's growing that's like, hey, we're the elite, we're up here, yeah. and everybody else, they're cattle, and it's this, it's a philosophy and a cult thinking, and they're putting that through the system. You know, they're putting that through the whole system. And I, well, I think it's kind of in a pyramid, you know? The I system. I think you're at, I think you are right. Um I think Illuminati is very existent in this world. You know, if you look We we call them cabal people, now. We say the cabal. cabal. Okay. Well the cabal so because goes, Illuminati Illuminati is kind of been co opted by certain alphabet agencies and whatnot and it means oh the Illuminati, you know, people make fun of it. So, no, it's um, not. It's not anything to be made fun well, of. It's really not. Well, no, I know, I know, but like, I, I mean, I know where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah. Well, okay. So the cabal, you know, I mean, when you look at your celebrities, Jay Z is very big into it, um, and and you know, I, he's it's hidden now, but he used to not be. You know, it wasn't so hidden when he used to talk about it. Um, but it's oh, Jay Z. Uh huh. There is a very Jay-Z real. Jay Z is completely a mason, yeah. and uh, he had a shirt on that said "Do as thou wilt," and he did spirit cooking with um. Aristocrat. Yeah. No. Oh, what's oh. your name? 
Uh, Lester Crowley. Yeah, that's who you talking no, about. No, no. Who, do, who does the spirit co- cooking? Oh, I don't so, know. But You I, know that I, woman that JC, she does the mm, spirit cooking? Mm. I don't know, man. It sounds uh, familiar. Yeah. I just, uh, Chrissy, there's a few yeah. questions for you. Are you in the chat? Abramovic. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, I'm uh, somebody the, typed I'm in. I'm not chat. in the chat because I'm, I have to use my phone because I don't have a computer. Okay. Well, uh, people are asking if you hear the voice to get the V2K as well. You get yeah, V2K? that's what I call remote near monitoring. Okay. Yes, I do. Yes, so, I, yes, wait, I so am. Chrissy, so, Chrissy, the... the um, the like audible because I get audible V2K and it, it seems to come and you call that remote neural monitoring. I do. Okay. I do. I do. Okay. I have and you can tell them I have seven layers and I do. So oh my um, I have people who um, I'm I'm left templed access. Oh, wait, yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm right templed access. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know why I said left temple. I'm can right you explain access. that? Wait, can you explain left temple access? Because I'm hit on the left side. I have problems a lot on my left side, okay. and I have V2K. Okay. Can uh, you explain okay. left temple access? Well, I don't. The, and I'm I'm not knowledgeable. I'm not an expert. I'm not anything yeah, like the but, technology team that we have that I I have a huge respect for. Let me say that because they are definitely more knowledgeable than I. But so when you. The best way I can describe it is when I am accessed, that's what I call it, I'm accessed, um, there's a, there's, it feels like, um, how can I say this? Okay. It feels like there's a little, you know, I know how to describe it. You know, Everybody's been to a store where you have um, stuffed animals, right? You know, the little mm. claw that reaches down, and you put the quarter in and you want that wrap over there you know what we're talking about you move the little arms and it drops down and you want to pick up that giraffe and and if you've been to a carnival or a circus or anything like that or a grocery store they used to be very popular but um, yeah anyway, it's like a little it's uh like a backhoe or like a little claw so it my eyes on both pupils behind the pupils that's what it feels like so when i am attacked uh it begins on my right temple. It's very tender. Um, it feels like a throbbing. Um, I have circles of light. So behind my light eyes, and I've done this, I've researched and not experimented on myself, but I've learned the type of targeting that they do and the levels they do. So it starts out with a small white light. If I close my eyes, it's a small circle of white light. It's spinning. Okay, it's like a spinning, like um, what Twilight Zone used to do. You know, they'd do the, you know, and you go out into something. Um, and uh, some people are left temple access. Uh, Is that you know, in your left eye? Is that spinning in your left eye? It can be behind eye? your left eye. You know the two sides of your eyes, and it, that's your temple right there, and then your frontal yeah, lobe, yeah. okay? So it mm-hmm. comes across and irradiates from the temple across the frontal mm-hmm. lobe. Um, and it feels like, so it's, what does it feel like on my temple? Well, on my temple, it feels like a small pinball hammer just lightly tapping it. Um, you know, it, it feels tight. It feels like I, 
if I could just massage it, it would go away, but it doesn't. Um, the next level of light I have is a blue one. Um, and so there's a blue flashing light. So it will shoot out white spin, blue flash. Uh, and then the third level of light I have is a yellow squiggy. Um, and so it'll wave, it'll wave, and it'll wave. Um, and then there is a running, sort of like I call it a loop of a, of a video. Um, I see, I can see images of, of faces. They'll get right up in, in my, you know, put their face right up next to whatever they are, wherever, however they're doing it. Or I'll see, there's been baseball caps I've seen. I've seen women's faces. I've seen ball-headed men. I've seen horrific, I won't repeat the images I've seen that they've done to try and scare me or to break me down because um, I don't want to trigger anyone. Um, but, and then the, the next level of light I have is red. Um, so, and then when I talk about seven layers, I have a very soft voice that constantly tries to make it feel like it's my conscience. And I go like, first of all, I don't have that form of belief in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, you can talk and say all those things you want. I don't use profanity. Um, I have used it when I got when I was being attacked horrifically about four, three and a half to four years ago. I did. I um, uh, Chrissy, I I've used don't. profanity a lot through the yeah. eight years that I've known. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I've okay. used the most you know, profanity just, in my life. Yeah, yeah. I, but I'm just saying, for me, I don't. I'm not saying I never have, but I'm just talking. So they'll use loops of that. Um, I'm very faith based. They'll try and. You know, one time they tried to use um, the voice of God, and I went, wow, that is so stupid. Um, and then um, the next one is, it, it's in my right ear, um, and so it's constantly telling me I'm stupid, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm useless, nobody likes me, Um you know, who do I think I am? You know, that's not my money. You know, that's not my bank account. That's not my, just anything to try and make me break down. So what am I on? Am I on three or four levels of voices? Then the other one is, um, it's the opposite. You know, the good cop, bad cop, you know, you're fine. I have that. Friend. I have that chatterbox. You know, I'm yes. so proud of you, you know. I'm like, rah, rah, I'm your, I'm your cheerleader, you know. And I go like, whatever. Um, and then the other one is, it's deep. It tries, it's, um, it's when it truly is the hypnotic state. So to try. But do they use these at different times or they're going at the same time? Sometimes like they can go at the same time. Uh, sometimes okay. it'll go all at the same time. Uh, sometimes the voice that is the, um, or I talk it, I talk about it. It's the one, it's the one, it's the, 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 the I, maybe try to change behavior. Maybe that's the way to describe it because it's mm -hmm. the one that will say, uh, you know, like you were out driving last night and guess where we went? Well, of course I wasn't out driving because 
I'm too, I keep, you know, when that happens, I mean, I'm so good about, I keep track of all my mileage. I take, you know, how much gas is in my car. Because I've been in this for so long, I know what to do. And no, I'm not driving at night. and I'm not going out and running over people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's, that, you know, it's, you know, you're not, I'm not a mastermind here. Or they'll, um, they'll talk about that, you know, I'm getting ready to be fired from my job. And they went and talked to them. And you know, we're going to go, you know, you're going to lose your house. You're going to lose your They would say things with... that long. They would say yeah. things that were, see, uh-huh. that's, that's kind of what um, Tim, yeah. uh, have you watched Richard Burton? Um, no. You need to watch Richard uh, Burton's interviews with Ramola D. Really check those out. I have B2K. Mine's like like, uh, a man and a woman saying uh, very simple things, simple phrases all the time. Like they'll be like, we've got to do this. We've got to do this, honey. And she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired. And then he'll be like, no, we got to put him away and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Things like Mm -hmm. that, like we got to torch him. So it's usually one man and one woman, sometimes another one, but it's it's like, and maybe this is from my thinking, but it seems like they're in a room, they're on a shift, you know, yeah, um, yeah. yeah with, with like two or three people, and they have the same voice 24 hours a day. So I know that it has to be switching out, mixed with some kind of chatterbot or chatterbox. You know, it, it can be a chatterbox in a loop. Because the mm-hmm. one thing that they yeah. will keep on trying is, um, hold on just one moment, please. I'm sorry, I need to plug my charger in. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing that they, you know, is it's to find a familiarity with you, uh, the, to see what you will respond to. Um, are you going to respond to a soft voice, a harsh voice, a dictative voice, uh, an encouraging voice, one that slaps you down but lifts you up? I mean, mm-hmm. anything that will do it that entrains your brain in order to become receptive. Uh, and that's same for the body parts. You know, there's people who get burned in their cheeks or their mouth moves or their jaw. Um, or arms and involuntary arm movement, um, leg jerks. Um, of course, um, yes. You know when you're remotely raped, um, that's not good. Um, it's very difficult. Yeah. And also when they're uh, attacking and entraining your brain. Um, for to react um, in sexual manners or to, they'll call you a pedophile or they'll call you a child or whatever. Um, and then the injection of emotion. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you're not uh, even reacting to it with the your regular emotions that you would have, right. which would have right. been like, that's ridiculous. It's like. Yeah, injecting anxiety or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I, you know, um, I just learned a lot. They've this year has been particularly rough. They really uh, have increased it, and I think it's because they're they're angry. Uh, but I've 
still am around, but that I'm still, they're very, very hugely angry that I'm even on these calls. I can tell you that. Um, So I'm being very careful, again, because I do live uh, in places that, uh, you know, I do live here in Austin, and I, um, there are, there is behavior. I went to school. I graduated from UT. Just wanted to throw that in there. Oh, awesome. Took them horns. No, um, but you know, I mean, um, I'm very careful. Uh, you know where I live. I live sort of in a green belt area. Um, I really do. I have deer come up to me, and I have squirrels and rabbits. I'm just waiting for you know Snow White to come and the Seven Dwarfs to come up out of the woods. Um, so, you know, I'm careful with my car. Um, my car has been hit twice now. Um, and I'm, um, I was also, uh, two years ago, let's see, I'm 20, what is this, 2018, right? So in 2014, I'm, I had gone to a party, and this is when I was, this is in the days of FSCHS, and um, I had told Derek something wasn't right, um, and so I told him I was being careful. Never put too much to the words. Never, never, never put too much to that thought. I just—it's just my inner inner sense went up. Um, I'd gone to a friend's of mine's house. Um, there's no alcohol involved here, peeps. Um, so I had gone to a barbecue, and uh, it was late, and I knew I had to go to work the next day. And I noticed that when I left, a car had followed, but I didn't give it much of a thought. You know, I mean, it wasn't late at night. Well, we're not talking two or three in the morning. It was about 11 o'clock. And so I went home and, you know, washed my face and got everything ready and made my lunch for work the next day and crawled into bed. And um, the next thing I know, I had heard something out in the parking lot, but I, I thought, what was that noise? Um, but I went back to sleep and, uh, all of a sudden I had a housemate at the time, um, and it was a male housemate. We lived in a mother-in-law type of a part, a condo. I had, we were in a condo and, uh, he knocked on my door and he said, the police are here. And I went, what? And I'm going like, what the heck? And they're asking for you. And I said, the police are asking for me? So, you know, you're rambling because, you know, I'm like, oh, great. I'm like, so I grab a pair of pants and I grab a shirt, grabbed a denim shirt, and I went to the door and as I stood there, there were two ATF agents and three police, one female, because you have to have a female police when a female is in any type of incident, right? Um, So they asked if they could come in. And I said, well, I guess. And I said, may I ask what this is in reference to? And uh, she said, Ms. Duckley, ask you to stand in the center of the living room. I said, well, first of all, I'm sort of hesitant to do anything that you're asking me to do. So, number one, I'm going to ask, why are you here? And what is... Why do I have two ATF agents here? And why do I have you and two more cops on the outside of 
the door. I don't own any guns. There's not you're not gonna find anything inside this condo or my room. And she goes, Well that's not why we're here. And I said, Okay. So she said, um, there's been an accident. And I said, An accident? And she said, and you know, the ATF guy said, Oh, for gosh sakes. He did it. He said that. He goes, ma'am, your car has been shot up. It has been shot up by, we're trying to determine the crime right now. He goes, the best I can determine, it's an AR-15. It is one, it's a person who knew what they were doing. Um, I can tell you the level of range. I can tell you the type of car they were driving. Uh, we're trying to find the person where we have the place being cased. Where were you tonight? And I told him, I gave him the address, I gave him the location, I told him what I had done, I told him where I worked. He goes, did you notice any unusual activity or someone around you at that time? Did you notice a car? Did you notice people? Did you notice that when you got home, there was some something just not right? And I said, well, I did notice a car following, uh, but I just assumed they were going the same direction I was. He goes, he goes, okay, we're going to go through some steps. Let's recall, what did that car look like? And I said, it was a truck. I don't really, I said, I'm not giving too much of a thought to it because I didn't, I honestly don't live my life where I live it in danger. By then, my heart had sort of elevated because, you know, they were saying, I started to go, and she goes, man, you cannot go in your room because we do not know if this person is still on the premise. And we do not want any other type of activity. Um, so at that point, they were thinking the person was still within the parameters of where I lived. So the person that did that completely had a Kia Soul. So when I went down, um, try to think of a car that has been shot up, uh, sort of like a Bonnie and Clyde scene. So the person, when they drove up, they had a truck. Um, they leveled out the AR-15. They shot out the back window first. Um, there were 15 bullets spent, and they shot up my car completely. The whole back end of my car, there was stuffing all through my car. I even had a drink beverage stand that I was returning to a friend of mine. It was shattered. Glass was everywhere. There were bullets everywhere. She said, I need for you to come down because I need for you to understand what's happened. Because she said, quite frankly, I don't think you believe us right now. I said, no, because I'm not going anywhere with you. And she looked at me and she goes, a stall. I said, no, I'm not going anywhere with you because I don't trust you. I don't know what's going on. And this could be a trick to arrest me. And she said, you're not being arrested. You're not being arrested. Nothing's happening to you. You're a victim of crime. I have to, we have to find out what's going on. And I went down, I didn't recognize my car at all. And I was furious. I literally, <laughs> there was three cop cars behind my car. Um, there were the two ATF agents with me and um, they, uh, 
one police officer turned around, he said hello, and I said, what kind of sick asshole would do this to me? But who do they think they are? But I said, number one, that's a bedroom window over there. That's a bedroom window over there. And he could have misfired. He could have killed someone. And that's another bedroom window. I said, what type of sick individual would do this? I don't care about the car. I said, right now, that car is not the point. The car is that they were vindictive for whatever reason they were, but they could have hurt someone. And the female officer turned around and she went, well, that's not the reaction I expected from you. And I went, well, what did you expect? That I would cry? That I'd fall down on my knees? I said, why? I said, that's material. That's a car, yes. It's, it's something that I use to go back and forth to work. I'm not worried about right. that. I said, I'm more worried about the people around us right now. And I number two, right. where is this person? And I said, number three, how did they get into my, to this? Well, it, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's actually pretty cool the way they do it. So they were able to give me, and this is the ATF guy, so they were able to give me the high of the truck, they were able to tell me um, what, how far from my car they were, how they drove up, um, basically how long it took them to, to do the spend of rounds, and, um, and that he said, they will tell you this, they're an ex- they're expert um, in the way that they used and um, handled the gun. He goes, so they've had training. Their offense is what they were, and then the AR-15 is my Air Force uh, weapon of choice. Yeah, that's what they run all the. Oh yeah, that's what they run all these false flags with, and you notice in every single friggin' one of them, Chrissy, it's an AR-15. Yeah, I know. I know. And I and I sat there, and um, so then they um, they were cleaning up, and I had to clean up the glass. Isn't that interesting? I thought that was real interesting. Well, um, they wanted me to leave then. They said, do you know someone that you can call? We And we can't allow you to stay here because uh, we are concerned that they may come back and you will be the target. Um, he goes, because the ATS agent said, this is a message being sent to you. And he looked at me and he goes, do you know who might be sending you a message? And um, I had told him that my car had been hit. Um, my kid, um, there was a dent near the fender like somebody. He goes, yes, I know. You reported that accident. And I looked at him and I said, then why are we having this conversation if I'm telling you, you already know what I've done, so why don't you tell me what you know? And um, he said, I'm going to tell you what I know. And um, he goes, he asked, and so he asked a couple of questions and I had been, I had gone out with a guy a couple of times, and I didn't feel good with the relationship. Something was off, um, and he had followed me a couple of times, and he was an expert marksman. And um, he pulled up his picture, and he goes, do you know this man? And I went, yes, I do. Um, he goes, do you remember the address where he lives? He said, you said you've been to his home once. Can you tell me what's there? I said, there's a gun safe there. And he went, 
how big is the gun safe? And I said, it's as tall as me, and I'm 5'5". Five five. And he said, um, can you tell me where it was placed? And I said, yes. And he goes, so if this person tries to get in touch with you, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I'm not going to open up the door and invite him in for dinner. They all, and he, he did laugh, and he goes, you know, you, you're a very strong individual. You're a very strong woman, I can tell that. But he goes, being strong doesn't always save your life. So I'm not asking you to be a hero here. Um, he goes, because this person, again, I'm going to tell you, was, was well-trained in how to handle this gun. So anyway, my car got taken away, but the most interesting um, thing was I thought I smelled gas, and when you smell gas, you have to call the fire department. So the fire department came out, and this guy, this I will never forget, you know, he was the the typical, you know, poster boy for um, a fireman. You know, he worked out and all that. So he came down, and he came over, and he goes, and they checked it out. The gas tank was fine, and he goes, wow, somebody did a number on this car. I went, yeah, and he goes, really are an expert marksman, this person. He said the same thing. And he goes, um, ATF didn't pick up all the bullet casings. Um, and I said, oh, okay, well, I know that if we find something, I'm supposed to put it in a plastic bag and give it to him. And uh, he said, well, I don't know that I really want to give this to you because I don't, he goes, are you okay? I said, I'm fine. I said, I'm a little shaken, but I'm fine. And he goes, is there some, you should go somewhere. You shouldn't be here. You shouldn't, because this, this person that did this is out for you. And I'm, he goes, I'm not trying to scare you, but this is really real. He goes, this is real. This, what's happened here is real. And I'm sure he was treating me like a shock victim, and I appreciate what he was doing. But I thought, what a, you know, when somebody drives up in season and something like that, you know, it's, it is sort of amazing. Um, so he gave me the bullets, and um, it was – so I called the – because they had police that were still circling. This was four hours later. They were still circling my area because they were still trying to see if that person might be there or coming back. And so the police officer came, and he took the bullet, and he looked at me, and he told me – he goes, may I call you by your first name? And I said, sure, absolutely. If it makes you feel better, or you can use my first name. So he said, Chrissy – he goes, I don't know what's going on. I, I have no idea. And he goes, quite frankly, it's none of my business. Um, but he said, he goes, this doesn't happen every day. You don't have a car shot up. Somebody has an access code, gets into your condo and parking lot, and they literally are such so good at what they do that no other bullets hit anything else. He goes, I'm saying this to you because I'm trying to make an impact on you. Whatever they did was real, and they meant it, and it's a a message. And he goes, I hope you take this message seriously. Um, And he goes, and you need to leave. You need to find a safe house. You need to find a safe house for 72 hours. You don't need to tell anybody where you're going. Um, You don't need to be on your cell phone a lot. Don't send any texts. And... um, he goes, you need to work closely with our detectives. He goes, and that's all I'm going to tell you. He goes, I, he goes, I'm getting ready to be off shift, but I'm asking you to find a safe place to go. Just go. 
So, you know, that message was pretty strong to me. Um, and But I didn't leave. I don't know why I didn't. I stood, I stood this two test. Uh, and um, my car was ruined. Um, they could not rebuild it because the what they did was when they shot it, they did the bullet so well that it destroyed the airbag system, the transmission, and they found three more bullet casings in the engine. So I pulled. I started pulling away pretty quick from activities within the community. Um, I had done some research, and I don't know if that triggered it. I don't know if it was that guy. I still don't know to this day because the detective um, who was on my case, uh, he was he wanted to find this person really bad, and um, he said, you know, he said not one bullet casing had fingerprints on it, none of it. There were no fingerprints ever recovered. He goes, this is a professional. He goes, this isn't a little person. He goes, I, I, he goes this wasn't a person that thought, you know, I'm going to go on a joy ride tonight, you know? Sorry if that was just too intense, but that happened, what, barely four years ago? Hello? Is anybody there? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh. I don't know if Kyle was still there or not. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Well, I can hear you, though. Oh, okay. Is yeah, I'm still there? here, Chrissy. I was oh, okay. listening. Okay, I'm yeah. sorry. Well, I put myself on mute. I'm so sorry if that was morbid for anyone. But, um, no, you're telling your story. That's that's the most intense attack I've ever had. Um so, you know, you listen to messages and, uh, you know, like I said, I've had my house broken into and two computers uh, hacked into because of what I used to research and do and keep records of. And um, then a car shot up. So whatever message was being sent to me, um, they never came after me. I've never had anybody... Come after me up, up until, hello, up until. Um, I'm sorry, that was my TV. That was that's my, okay. I didn't realize I had my volume up. Four months, four months ago, and that's when my car, no, two months ago, and my car got hit. So um, it was by a white car, so who knows? When did, okay. when did they shoot your car up? 2014, June 2014. Oh, okay. Well, that was probably my Air Force purpose, and because they knew that I used to listen to you and stuff, and it's went back through its it's the artificial intelligence, the AI that's went back through its data banks and pulled that out and scripted it. They're, they're not they're not trying to murder you. That was just it was actually so you get on these calls and tell me about it. They want me. Oh, to, they, yeah, they wanted to frighten me. Is what it is. They should know by now. But by God, I'm not scared of them. Well, I'm not scared either. You know, I when I went back up into my room, they asked me not to they asked me not to stay in my room because I had a window from the parking lot and um 
there was a lot of I lived a I lived next to um well we have a metro train so I lived next to the railroad track that had the metro train so there's a lot of bush down in there and um so the ATS agent did not want me staying in my room uh, because he said we are dealing with an expert marksman so I don't they don't have to be he goes they don't have to be in the parking lot but you're dealing me. with an with yeah. an operative, a trained yeah. paramilitary he just, operative. Yeah, you know, he just looked at me. He goes, "You you do understand that?" And I said, "Yes, I get that. I understand about marksmen. I understand about you know how and use of guns. I get that." I said, "But I can't live my life in fear. I refuse to live my life in fear. I don't. It's my life. It's my right to do and be where I want to be, and I'm yeah. not going to live in fear. Yeah. I'm not going to hide." I said, I'm sorry, I'm not going to. And he goes, well, I'm not asking you just to go, like, be non-existent, but he goes, We've, we need, this is the, he goes, I have to protect you in some way. I have to do this. <clears throat> I have to investigate, and I'm asking you to not put yourself in a viable position. He yeah. goes, a car is one thing, a body's not. He goes, is that, he goes, let me just be blunt. And I said, okay. But I said, you have to understand that that car is not drivable anymore, and I still have to work. So he goes, no. Uh, he goes, I've already called your, I've already called your work. Um, you're, they're going to call you, and you can't go to work. Um, you're going to have to have that conversation with them. Um, so they protected me. I couldn't, I could not work for. Um, three days. So what is that? Seventy-two hours. I couldn't. I couldn't. They didn't want me going out in public. They didn't because they didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, nothing more happened. Um, but you know, I became more keenly aware of whoever and whatever was around me. I will tell you that. Um, you know. Um, like if I went out to the parking lot. I mean, my whole life changed for like six months. You know, my schedule changed. Um, I could only work during the day. I had to park a certain parking lot. Um, I always had to keep my car in the view of the cameras. Um, just little things, uh, you know. They... Um, I mean, my work was wonderful to work with me, and they cooperated with the police. Uh, that I will tell you that they were very cooperative. Um, but it changed me in the way that I thought I was a mama bear before. I even became more that way. You know, like if somebody was in my space that I didn't know, I watched them. You know, and I still watch it to this day, especially uh, since my car just got hit, and it was intentional. Um, I was in a parking lot when I came out. It was an intentional hit, I know, like the last time before when my car got shut up. So you just never know. Well, you guys, you know, from what I've heard from Jones, Alex Jones, you guys have got, from what I've heard from the way Alex Jones speaks, he's had to, you guys' law enforcement is pretty lax down there. I mean, your police chiefs, are they Saveda, right? Are they Saveda? How do you say his name? RV Sedata or something like that? RD? 
Hello? Yeah. You there? Chrissy. Chrissy. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear both of you. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. I think maybe Chrissy can't hear us. Huh. That's strange. Yeah. Chrissy. I, I... You there? Hey, baby, are you back on here? Yeah, I'm back on. Hey. I got bumped off you don't have to call times. me baby, Ryan. <laughs> oh, Kyle, you a sexy MF man. <laughs> well, I figured it would freak people out when I when it, when Hello? they heard it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, there you are. Like the whole phone went dead. Wow. That's but my whole my whole my whole phone went dead. Like like I could hear like a murmuring of y'all's voices in the back. I kept on saying hello, and then all of a sudden it just went dead. Oh, that's my Air Force perp screwing with you. Oh, my gosh. I've never had that happen before. This is exciting. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm back in in the saddle again. Oh, no. Yeah. I love that song, man. Yeah. So were there any other questions, uh, um, Ryan, or did I answer everybody? I think you answered everybody. You got a hell of a story, Chrissy. I sent you yeah. a Facebook request, yeah. Oh, okay. You can yeah, see me on I, there. I, I do. Um, you know, I, I, I will say I'm a survivor, you know. Um, not very many you people are. know about the the gun incident or the shooting incident. Um, yeah. You know, they may still be around. Like I said, my car um, got hit again like it did the last time, so I'm being very cautious. I didn't even realize it had... Um, have where I live, it's sort of like two, four, six places. I'm living in an apartment home and uh, a small little apartment. Um, like I said, I went minimalist. And um, so the gentleman that lives two, four doors down from me, he came over and he knocked on my door and he went, uh, somebody hit your car. And it was telling he goes, I can tell you that's an intentional hit. <clears throat> and I went, what? And he went, yeah, come with me. Um, and it was white. I mean, they hit it so hard that the paint was still on there. And I was like, what the heck? This makes me so. He goes, do you have some enemies going on around here, Chrissy? He goes, I can't imagine somebody being your enemy because you're so kind to everybody. And he goes, and I said, oh, yeah, I've got enemies. And I just looked at him and he went, really? And I said, oh. Not that type of enemies is going to take I said, I I'm an act- I told him, I said, I'm an activist. I thought I would test him. I thought, you know, well, maybe you're part of the enemy part, right? Um, so he, and then he, we had some conversations. It was sort of interesting, you know, how you can lead into a conversation. Yeah. And, you know, he was talking about, he goes, well, you know, I don't trust anybody. He goes, you know, I'm. He goes, they, he goes, you know, first we've got Big Brother watching us and doing everything. and We can't breathe. We can't put our right. pants on. He goes, so, you know, Big Brother theory's been around a long time. And I said, yes, it has. It certainly has. Theory, my and, <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, we had a small conversation about that. And, you know, he gave me his thoughts on, um, he felt that we were, that the world has, because he's older, he said he thinks that the world is surveilled and that there are, 
together or that we're not without some type of people watching us or infiltrating our lives in some way or another. Um, And I thought it was a pretty interesting conversation. So he just told me, he said, you just need to be careful. Because if you know, he goes, you're if you're saying you're doing some activism work or there you have in the past, he goes, just be careful, watch your back, know know who's around you, you know. And I said, oh well, I do, and I have. So we'll see what happens from this one, from this incident. Are y'all there? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. I thought maybe they had done something to my phone again. Right. They they hung my phone up about three times and I had to keep calling back in. Oh, okay. <sighs> Starting to get sleepy now. So I heard something like a bird chirp. Yeah, it's like uh, almost four where I am, and I yeah, did not get good sleep last night. So I'm you didn't. I'm kind of fading a little bit. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know who has a late night call tomorrow night. Tomorrow's Thursday. Is is that you? That yeah, I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm gonna do a late night call, and then Ryan might do a late late call. Okay. All right. After after call. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening to me, guys. I'm sorry if I took over the call. I did not mean to. Uh-uh. I know everybody has a voice. So and uh, to all the people in the chat land, I hope that y'all fare well. And thanks for the answer. Well, and Chrissy, I, I, have, I have some questions for you how it was what? back then, you know, because, uh, like, I knew I was targeted in 2011. That's when okay. I knew I was being attacked with something. And I kind of want to know, like, what it was like. I mean, because, like, right now I'm thinking this is, like, the toughest woman that's ever lived on the earth if you were doing conference calls back then. Um, And the the other stuff you've gone through, like, the really serious stuff. But I'm kind of just joking about the the moderator thing. Oh, no. Um, Well, let's see. I was accessed. um, I was drugged. um, And I was accessed. Um, so it's probably chipped then. That's what I'm thinking. I'm pretty sure I have a chip. It's never been proven. I can't find it. I'm pretty sure it was done through my, around my ear area. Um, do you think, did you ever get your wisdom teeth taken out? No, when I was 16. When I was 16. Okay, because a lot of, a lot of studies now are saying that a large percentage of this is like when you get your wisdom teeth taken out, they put a chip. Yeah, near those nerves, near your jaw nerves. I think it really happened when I was in, um, I was, this is in through my relationship. My, my significant other was involved in a lot of shady dealings. Um, but we had gone on vacation, so I was asked, I'm trying to think of the year that that happened. Um, 1998? Yeah. Hmm. Um, wow. So the incident was really bad, and the way that I knew something had happened in my life was um, I saw spinnings of lights when I closed my eyes, and I thought there was something. 
I thought I had something wrong with my eyes, and I went to the eye doctor, and they did all the testing. They were like, we don't find anything wrong with your eyes. And he goes, what is? what are you seeing again? And I told him when I closed my eyes, and he went, well, are you looking at, because that's, you know, computer. He says, are you staring at the computer screen too long? I mean, he just asked an innocent question, and all of a sudden I just went, no. So I went home, and that's when I started doing research. I pulled out the dictionary, um, went to the library. Uh, I started pulling out books about um, telepathy. I started studying and investigating about voiceovers, you know, like how you do a voiceover and different things. Just anything type of technical term that I could find that would describe what I was going through. I didn't talk to anybody, I'll tell you that. I didn't tell one person. Right. something inside of me said, don't talk. Mm-hmm. Now, that could have been them in training me. But I remember, I will tell you this, um, I owned dogs at the time. And I went to take my dogs for a walk. It was 10 o'clock at night. It was a summer night. Uh, this We had returned back from the trip. And um, it was a beautiful night. You know, just one of those gorgeous, not yeah. too hot, just lovely to go for a small walk and um and I thought you know I'm going to take the dogs for a walk it was a well-lit neighborhood and I was walking all of a sudden this whole I'm tell you not it was like you need to quit walking the dog turn around and go back home now and I stood there I stopped the you know I I had my dog's name was Kayla, and I said, Kayla, just Kayla. And we stopped, and I pulled her in to me because uh, she, she was a Roddy. She protected me as well. And uh, I said, stand. And I said, guard, guard. And so she did. And I looked to my right, and I didn't see any body movements. Looked to my left, and I thought to myself, I told her, I said, stay with me. And I turned around really pretty quick because I thought the person was behind me and there was nobody. And then the next transmission of voice that I heard was like, I need for you to go back to the house. Hmm. And I was like, holy snap. Where did it it seem like it was coming from like a side? or My left ear. It was it was so clear as a bell that I was like, what the heck has happened to me? And I recalled what happened to me about me being drugged. I was in a hotel room and all the other incidents that happened. I remember the shadow of two men in that room. Um, and I was like, somebody's done something to me. But I don't know what it is. Oh and I need God. to find out. And I I told Kayla, I told her I said, stay with me, guard. And so she stayed with me and, you know, she what they do is they get in front of you. Um, and so she was walking in front of me and she, she was ready. Um, so we got back to the house and um, my significant other wasn't there. He never was. Who cares? That's not the story. That's not the part of this. But... Um, when I went into the house, I made sure the doors were still all locked. Um, and, you know, I went through all the rooms. I know it sounds crazy. I went in the closets. I went through the rooms. I went through the garage. Um, 
I didn't go up in the attic because I didn't think anybody would be up in there. And I sat down and um, so I thought, is this mental telepathy? Somebody, how are they doing this? How are they doing this? So I went to the dictionary again and I looked up the word transmitter. I looked up the word radio and I looked up the word electricity. And I said, holy snap, someone's doing this on a frequency. And then I said, if they're doing this on a frequency, then they have something to access me by. And I thought to myself, why? Why would they choose me? I didn't have a clear answer for it. You know, I was not a criminal. I had not broken any laws. Um, had never killed anybody, had never thought about killing anybody, Um, wasn't a drug runner, wasn't, you know, I mean, I thought about all these things that, why somebody would do that for you. Never been in prison, never gone to jail. You know, I, I thought about all this stuff, and I couldn't put my finger on it. But I knew I was smart enough to research it, start looking into it. And I guess I did that until we, what, that was 1997, so seven years later. I mean, I started finding more and more and more and more and more. As I went out into the computer, um, I started That's really smart because in 1997, I mean, this wasn't even, this was nowhere on the Internet, nowhere on YouTube. I mean, a couple of places, but that's But there that's were tough. there were a few things that were out there. that's when I found out about patents, you know, because I thought to myself also, who is this military? You know, I thought, am I, but I knew I wasn't crazy. I knew I wasn't crazy. I mean, there was nobody, nobody could convince me at all that I was crazy. It wasn't going to happen because I thought, because of what had happened, because I'd been drugged and stuff, I knew that something happened that night, and I thought, well, either somebody's really angry with me, um, or this is an experiment, you know. And I don't, I don't know what kept me sane all those, you know, from not going out and doing something crazy, you know, like running to the Chrissy, police. Chrissy, what is, say, what, what made you think? Because like when I first found out. I didn't know I was in a program, and I was like, okay, this is vengeance. Like, people want me out of an area, and right. I annoyed them or whatever, and this is vengeance, and they're taking it too far because there was right. an ex-Marine guy, and I was like, this is some kind of, he has some kind of electronic warfare equipment that they're personally right. just yeah. using on me. What made you think um, experiment? Like, was that before you found out about targeted individuals in the program? Yeah, it was Or you just had a feeling? I, I just had a feeling. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why I thought that. Maybe it could have been part of the entraining. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe they were feeding me that as well. Sometimes they uh, do want you to know what they're doing. Right. You know? um, and I think that I, my handlers at first were men, um, three men. I can 
still describe them to you to this day, you know, I mean, what they look like, because uh, they're images. When I go to sleep at night, this face image would pop up in my face, you know, like a, when I closed my eyes, I could see activity. Um, and I thought to myself, I don't know. I know. Maybe it's because my father was a journeyman machinist and he was sort of an out-of-the-box thinker. Um, so uh, he taught me a lot about, um, he believed before he passed, um, he believed that the government at some point would try to manipulate us, you know, like 1984. Um, he really, really thought that he, he was a really a broad thinker and, um, he said, I really think that in your day and time as you grow older, and he goes, and it's probably going on now, that the government's not going to let us live as freely as we think, you know, that we are. I think that they'll come inside our homes or access us through our TV or do something. He goes, the world's changing, and it's rapidly changing. And he goes, oh, I think scary. there's things they do. He goes, because think about it, Chrissy. He goes, we're an electric conduit. We're made up of high energy. We're electricity. He goes, your TV's electricity. Your radio's electricity. Your phone's electricity. And he goes, so that's electric and you're electric. Who's to say they couldn't access you? I thought that was really interesting. Um, You know, and he... He read a lot of science fiction books. I mean, maybe that was his, he loved that kind of world. Um, And because he was a thinker and a tinker, you know, I think that, uh, and he had been a Navy man. uh, He he helped to build warships. He couldn't go into the service. He was an F-4. Is that in World War II? uh Uh-huh. So maybe he My, uh, My grandpa was a naval engineer. Yeah, maybe he saw things. Maybe he knew things. Maybe he had saw something that he didn't really realize what it was at the time. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But those kind of words sort of stayed with me, and I think that's what's helped me to survive. Uh, When I went to that dictionary and when I read all that, I firmly believe that it was a way for me to survive and to research and to investigate. Was I scared? Oh, gosh, heck yeah. Was I paranoid? Probably a little bit. I mean, I know I became more aware of my surroundings. Didn't trust anybody. Sure didn't trust anybody. Because, um, I mean, anybody would come across and go like, did you do this to me? You know? Um, I found myself uh, going through things in my house. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the dreams started. Um, they were light at first, and then they got pretty dramatic. Uh, there were always, there was one that, this, there was the guy that I knew uh, had the long hair. Well, he had chin-length hair, an aquiline nose, and he was always in my dream, and he was always pulling me out of fire which I thought was really interesting. Like, what was that fire to represent? What was what was I supposed to be afraid of fire? Or was it like, was that supposed to be a burning inferno around me? 
um, was that to to tell to send a message that I'm melting? I don't know. I don't know. They why. do a lot of they do a lot of symbolism in my directed dreaming that I don't understand what they're going for, but I know yeah. it's some kind yeah. of psychic driving. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I I still I to this day I still don't know what that was all about. And it was in period pieces too. So like you like one time I was in a ball gown and you know, it was made to feel elegant and then when he came he had on a ugly mask and he was but he would go, Come with me, come with me and I'd go like I would wake up and I'd go like, what the heck? You know, and it would be sort of cheesy in some ways. You know, I'd I'd laugh. Um, and when I laughed, it was wrong. Um, that's when it changed. It got ugly. You know, that's when I had, um, like, my teeth would hurt. Or uh, I'd get really severe headaches to where I couldn't even touch my head. I mean, I couldn't even wash. I mean, I washed my hair, but when I like, washed my hair. Chrissy, it, when you laughed yeah. at him or when you just laughed in general, when you were just like when happy. When I laughed at what they laughed. did. Yeah, when I would wake up at oh, a dream yeah. and I'd just be laughing um, because I thought it was funny. I was like, what is this? This is so cheesy. You know, who who dreams of some? I don't dream. I, you know, even to this day right now when they try to do their dreams, I always tell them they're accountable for their dreams, not me. That's your dream. You know, you're just raping me to use whatever fantasy you're trying to create. So, you know what? Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. You know, that's your ownership, not mine. You know, yep. take it. Be, you know, run with it because that's not how I dream. And frankly, I don't, I'm not all up in that. So that's your problem. Uh, and that yep. is how I approach it. I'm not, I'm not going to take ownership of it ever. Um, but I think, you know, that's, uh, that when my head pain would be so strong, whatever they were doing to me, um, I I could not touch my head. It would be so sensitive. I mean, think about, you know, when your skin's been in pain or when you've had an injury or a bruise. Think about a bruise that's so fresh that, you know, when you lightly touch it, it feels like a thousand vibrations of, pain is going through you and it's almost like your fingertips can feel it because it's it's so painful um that's what my head felt like it was like if i touched it it was like you could still feel the impression of that how i ran my fingers across it um and it was so sensitive uh, for like i say i you know not everybody says they're implanted um, but I still firmly believe I am, and it's it's in some way with my right ear. It's tied in with my right ear and my right temple. I'll never back down from that, um, ever. Um, you know, and an implant is only the grain of a rice, the size of a grain of rice. That's all it has to be. It doesn't have to be yeah. some monstrous size or anything. So when you went here to school in UT, you didn't experience any targeting then, or you did? Well, I, I went to UT, let's see, in, in like about, I graduated in 99, so I went there in oh, 2000, okay. and I and what happened is I went to college, and I started experiencing this jaw pain and blurred vision wow. and a lot of weird wow. stuff in weird situations, but I associated them with Crohn's disease because I have Crohn's oh. disease. 
Okay. Yeah, so um so so some things did go on for ten years, some gang stalking, work mobbing and stuff like that, but I thought it was just bad luck work mobbing. The real right. tinnitus sound, yeah, that started in two thousand eleven. Okay. Where I knew I was being attacked. Um but yeah, I went to yeah, I went to U T for what, two thousand two thousand to like two thousand three and then I got out, worked at Barnes and Nobles, and then worked at Dell for like seven years. Okay. And I, yeah, it was great. It was great. I got mobbed out of there. And but see, I was being targeted at that point, but I didn't have the high pitched sound of the V2K. Um, so I had some some gang stalking, some workplace mobbing, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and jaw pain, and that's why I believe that I have a chip somewhere near my jaw or on the left side of my teeth, but it's on the left side. Do you have a loss of time for any more than 24 hours? No. No. No? Time speeds up and slows down, though. So Uh they seem to be doing a protocol on me where it's like a ton of torture at the beginning, tons and tons of torture, like trauma, 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 trauma. Um, And then it's kind of slowed down on that and now they work on more remote neural manipulation things like injecting visuals. Uh, you know, I still got the, the Chatterbox V2K, but um, sure. Sure. trying well, to run down my away. emotions. That's, well, that's never going to stop. You know, I mean, but I you know what, Chrissy? It will. Uh, we're well, going to, I mean, it I mean, will. Eventually, it I will. Think, but I'm just saying that's just a way for them to still think that they're controlling you. I mean, it's psychic driving. I mean, it's like, yeah. you know, yeah, it's psychic driving. It's supposed to, yeah. you know, drive kind of like because they have a little surveillance role player, a little surveillance role play where the girl is like, I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. And the guy's like, I want to we need to put him away, torch him. You know, so the guys yeah. are really violent. The girls are kind of nice. They're, they're yeah. doing this good cop, bad cop. And I know yeah. but, but what what my question is, uh-huh. is. Why? I mean, is it is it a different protocol because they're they're just researching something different, um, or is there something different about the targets that they target with V2K? Do they say like, you know, this person they need a little bit of extra psychic driving for them? Do you think they figure that out when they're kind of surveilling you at first? Or do you think that that is completely random? Like you're in no, this protocol. No, I think I think it's specific. I don't think I think that. First of all, I think you're you are watched. I do believe that you're. I do think that for the most part, within the population of the United States, that more people are accessing what they know. You know what I'm saying? That they just. That it, whether their life accepts it or whether they're willing to accept it or maybe they're all on psychotropic drugs, I don't know. But I think that more people within the whole population of the United States and internationally are already accessed. They're already mm-hmm. being programmed. So I do feel that it has to be specific because it's behavioral and it's personality-driven. So what is it that's going to make you respond? What trigger word or words or actions or colors or smells or food or you types know, of people on the V2K? Right. Certain things they say on the V2K. 
Exactly. To be specific, like, are you going to be reactive or proactive? Like, are you going to be like, you know, how dare you, you blah, 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 you know, um, and just go yeah. ballistic and be yelling at them at the top of your lungs. And all of a sudden you realize I'm standing in the middle of my house screaming. Well, that's negative energy. Okay. Now you blow out their negative energy to be in your dwelling space. And quite frankly, until they drop a rent check for me or come and pay my water bill or contribute some way to this household, they don't have the right to be in my household. You know, that's the way I look at it. And they know I believe that. Um, they listen to the conversations you have with people um, and how you react to things and what's your passion for. You know, are you, an, are, like, do you love music? Do you like certain styles of music? Because, I mean, have you ever just been standing there and all of a sudden you hear a song playing over and over and over? Well, if you allow yourself to listen to it, there's embedments of trigger words all through that song in order to, because it's brain entrainment. So, you know, maybe you're, because I love Jimi Hendrix. I'm a big Jimi Hendrix, Rolling Stone, awesome. Etta James. Uh, I love Nightmares on Wax. I like, um, there's Greta Von, can't think of it. They, see, Greta Von, darn it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I like El King, you know, I like Bishop Briggs. Um, I like Robert Gray, you know. So I have a wide genre that I like to listen to. Frank Sinatra, I mean, don't like rap not because I, I don't associate with it. There's nothing wrong with it. People that like it, that's cool. Um, but, you know, they'll use a certain song, and if there's a certain song that's playing over and over and over, and I, and I just stand there and I go, like, really, this is? This is interesting because I haven't played that song. So it's sort of difficult that I'm going to be humming to it because I don't know the words to it. So wrong word, wrong song to play. Yeah. Right? They did that They did um, that with uh, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. There you go. Uh, yeah. I was walking that, and I don't listen to oldies music like that. I listen to some yeah. oldies music, but they started playing. It was in my inner voice, and I was singing in my inner voice, Ain't No Mountain High yeah. Enough. Yeah. Ain't no, and they so so they were playing that song in my inner voice, saying, "Give me a message of um to keep me from getting to you, you know." Is that Michael Jackson? <laughs> no, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking, Ryan. <laughs> It's a talent show. One on one. Here we go. The voice will never know what hits them when we all go up on stage. Let me tell you. Singing is good for this. Singing is good for this. That's right. We're going to be Team Adam or Team Christina or Team Blank (laughs) or whatever. We're going to be right there with them. Um, Man, I can sing. I really can. That's what they do. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's all about behavior. like uh, I said the other night, they had me craving chocolate. I mean, to the point of where at 10 o'clock at night, I had an impulse to go and drive to the grocery store to get a candy bar. And I started laughing and I thought, ooh, they almost had me. Because I thought, I'm not going to drive at 10 o'clock at night to go buy a candy, 99-cent candy bar. I mean, give me a break. You know, I mean, that's just, that's just too extreme to me. But, 
you know, I eat very healthy, and um, that doesn't sit well with them. Um, and, uh, you know, whenever I go to the doctor or, or do something small and insignificant, you know, well, you know, you this is, these are the number of diseases you have. We already know that. We did a, you know, we extracted your blood. Um, would, you I know that, have, would you not have a uh, chop craving if it wasn't for the targeting? Wouldn't Wouldn't you have a natural do I have? I'm sorry. Do I have craving what? Craving for chocolate once in a while, even if it wasn't for the targeting. Even yes. Did you do that? Absolutely. I, you know, I, I also know how to discern that if it's something I really want. Yeah, but I think, I that was my other question. Thank you. Yeah, because I mean, there are things I do crave. You know, like I love popcorn. I'm a huge popcorn fan. I could eat popcorn all day long. I'm a huge cheese fan, though. Though I know cheese is not the best food for me, I do love it. I'm sorry, I love cheese. I think it's magnificent, and I love brie's, and I like camberberts, and I love blue cheese, and I love goudas, and I love manchangos, and I, I do. I, I think they're beautiful cheeses. Um, or Havarti, um, I just, you know, or or a beautiful mozzarella ball that she's made. I mean, there's just it's just something about that cheese. Um, but I also know not to eat it in mass quantities, you know, like to make it your main focus of a meal. But I, I agree with you, what you just said. I mean, you have to know how to discern. But I'm talking about when it's consistent, you know, or you have the flavor in your mouth. They can do that. They can create the flavor of a food in your mouth or make you feel like you just drank alcohol or that you just drank coffee, um, you know, when you haven't. And I think that's really interesting that it that's all tied into our brain and that it creates that sensory to make us feel that we've had that. Um you know, uh, there was a woman that years ago that I guess she liked fried chicken. When she walked in her house, she literally, now nobody had been in her house, don't misunderstand me, but she could smell fried chicken. You know, like like being at a churches or something or KFC. I thought that was really interesting, you know, um, they could do that. I do. So. Sometimes with me, they can uh, make me not taste things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really love the taste of food. Like, I mean, that's how that's what gets me through this. Sometimes is I'll you know eat something real cheesy, and uh-huh. it uh, uh-huh. yeah, and it gives me some good flavor. But they can just like you know take the taste right out of my mouth, so they can go or the make other it way taste with the off food. or bitter. Mm-hmm. Or sour, or you know, um, you know, it's like I uh, I drink tons of water. I, I probably drink eighty four ounces of water a day, maybe more than that. You, you shouldn't drink too much water because you can deplete right your in your kidneys and your um, things. But I do drink a lot of water, and um, I use lemon. Uh, I use a lot of ginger um, because it's very healing. I use a lot of essential oils. 
So my go-to essential oils are lavender, rosemary, um, frankincense, and um, peppermint. I use tuberose, so I'm very limited with that because it's a pretty powerful um, essential oil. So I make my own lotions and I do my own sugar scrubs. Uh, I don't make soaps because I don't, I have sensitive skin, but I have used frankincense uh, when I've had like an unusual, I guess something's happened to my skin or like I noticed something that's red that I haven't been burned per se, if you understand where I'm coming from, like it's like I haven't had grease pop on me or something like that. And frankincense is a very healing um, essential oil uh, that you, well, you should, as, as with any essential oil, you should always test it on a small part of your skin because every skin is different. But I use it and I have healed spots on my skin from that. Um, so I'm a huge believer of frankincense oil. Uh, peppermint is an invigorating. Um, you know, I put it in my lotions, and actually it calms me, but it has also been known to be a stimulant. Lavender is a natural way for you to sleep. You can take a few drops of lavender. Um, you can place it on a cotton ball, sort of spread it out thin, put it inside your pillowcase, and the natural... Um, aroma from the essential oil itself allows you to sleep. It relaxes your brain. It relaxes your body. Um, it causes a natural relaxation um, for your body. I also, you know, if I'm not sleeping well at night, I make my house as cool as possible. I mean, the coolest it can be, and I take a washcloth and wrap it around the back of my neck in order to keep the my body temperature down. And then I just totally just start telling my body to relax. My left arm relaxes. My right arm relaxes. You know, I feel like a feather. Um, I don't count sheep, um, but, uh, you know, sorry. It was a sort of moment for me. We were having a sort of mattress commercial um but you know those are the small simple things i do for myself um and i love herbal teas but i love coffee i do love coffee um so you know there's some days i mix it up you know some days i'm hung up on a you know a turmeric ginger tea that i absolutely adore and i'll have that with a drop of honey and i might have i try not to have more than three cups because ginger and turmeric more for your indigestion and inflammation. Uh, turmeric is a great thing for inflammation within one's body. And trust me, with what we go through, our body becomes inflamed because our nerves are being attacked all day. So whenever you feel like your body, like your body hurts, I don't know how to quite to say that. Um, I don't know, you just you just feel like all your nerves are screaming, like, help me, I'm tired, I hurt. Or you you just, when you stretch, it's just sort of like you, you just want that, it just feels like your body's tingling all over it. That's a good way, you know, you're just tingling, tingling, tingling. I call it the tingle touch. Um, and it is like, you know, you can feel fingers, a thousand fingers going all over your skin, and you want it to stop. Well, a great thing to do is 
to take just a little bit. You can buy a piece of ginger or you can buy ginger powder. doesn't matter. Ginger is ginger. It's pure and it's grated. Um, ginger powder is going to last you longer than fresh ginger. Well, fresh ginger will last you, but, you know, I'm talking about storage. Not everybody has places to store things. Not everybody has, you know, um, ways to do things. But, you know, you can boil some hot water. Um, and you can put a drop of honey in there or agave, or if you're a sugar user, not a lot, but just a tiny bit, and you can take that ginger and turmeric and drink it, and it helps you. It helps your inflammation. It helps your body. It it kisses it. You know, it's like I'm going to kiss your nerve endings for you, and I'm going to make you feel lighter and better for yourself. Um, so I use things like that, you know, um, and that's, you know, and I'll listen, and I'll listen to my music. I'll, I'll do it. When they least expect it, I listen to music. And I love gospel music. And when I play gospel music, oh, my gosh, in heaven more, it really makes them angry. Oh, wow, it makes them angry. So they have a lot of issues, I think. <laughs> They want to listen to uh, gospel music or, yeah. Yeah, I do. I do listen. I love it. You know? Well, I do too, but that's the problem is I don't get to listen to it. Oh, you don't get to listen to it? I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. Well, do you have a, are you on a cell phone? Yeah. Huh? Well, you can download Pandora for free, and they have great gospel songs. No, no. My point oh. is, they'll cut oh. me off. They'll cut the music off with their laser. Oh, oh, they do that. Um, Continue always, continually. Well, that well. You know what? I just, and I understand where you're coming from. I do. I would just continue to keep on trying to play it. Because eventually, I do, but some days get tired of them cutting it off all the time. Because I really would like to listen to something from beginning to end. Yeah. Hey, anonymous, anonymous. I listen to Dave's CD, and I have Uh to build a little bunker for it. So I have Uh to put, I have to make a little aluminum hat, and then put a kind of a brick of aluminum over that, because they will hit it with directed energy to skip the CD. They yeah. might be using yeah. the same yeah. kind of thing. I would build a little case for it, maybe um, with some type of metal or yeah, copper. I, mean, I have, I have uh, Faraday bags that I like put my radio into, but but uh, but since it's, the phone is wireless, then I don't know if if I'll get the signal through that I need to. Whereas my my regular clock radio, AM FM. Talk radio, I can just plug that in, and they they haven't been able to cut that out. But I don't get the great music on yeah. the radio that I can, you know, that I can hear on my phone. You know what well, I mean? Well, I I do know what you're saying. Um, I would try a couple of things, you know, to see if you could could rig it. You might try cardboard like putting it inside the muffle, but turn the speaker out towards you, and, and that might help. I know for a long time, um, 
I used to sleep with a recorder on to see if I could catch anything. Uh, this is when my house was being broken into. But I um, also, I, I did, you know, I would just see, you know, hey, am I talking in my sleep, which I never did. But um, my batteries were good then. I would buy a brand-new pack of batteries, and I would put it in their little handheld recorder that was given to me um, by somebody. They mailed it to me because I had said I was recording, and um, I thought that was really sweet for somebody to have been so kind and within our community to have done that. And I did it, and it, it would never fail. I would have a brand new batteries, and my batteries would only last 24 hours. Wow. And it really chapped me because I thought, well, first of all, that's my money buying the batteries. I don't remember you giving me the money. And batteries are not inexpensive. Um, and, I mean, I remember standing in the middle of my house, and I was just like, I don't know if anybody can hear me, not really caring. It's my house. Sorry. Um, it's the house that I worked hard for within the realm of my faith, and I got it, so I'm here. And I don't know if you can hear me or not, but you need to, like, go get a job so you can buy your own batteries because I don't remember you laying the $5 on top of the table inside the hallway to repay me and reimburse me for the batteries you're killing. I mean, it really made me mad, um, and it stopped. It stopped. Um and then I was able to keep batteries for about, they would last me for three months or four. And then they went right back. Okay. Uh, see, I don't have the stuff going to the brain, the electronics. I have neighbors that do all this stuff. And, oh. and there's no communicating with them because it's, uh, then I'm, then it's all, first of all, it's all lies and denial. We don't know what you're talking about. And, and one of them, Bill bean and said, well, you're just delusional. So I know the game. I could write the script yeah. that they're yeah. all told. So there is no communicating with them. And I've discovered since I've been targeted since day one that whatever I say, they will amp it up. So if I were to say anything about a battery, as you said, they would right. make darn sure I'm going through batteries. Yeah, got it. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. okay. Um, that's okay. I did find that they it's harder for them if I record something on my phone, like music, it, right. it seems to be harder to knock it off with the laser. So, but the, the problem is I don't have a good enough good music recorded because I all I have is my phone. So, you know, I, I, I anyway. So well, instead of recording, I mean, have you... Have you tried to listen to Pandora on your phone? I've tried to listen. I download every great song that I okay. can enjoy on my phone. Okay. Well, Pandora is a free app. I can't figure out how to record on my phone Got it. When, it's being, when it's playing on my phone. Got it. Well, Pandora is a free app, and that's the one I use in Spotify. Um, I just. I just use the, um, you know, call, call, you know, um, search for a song I like, and it usually comes up on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's... But, but but welcome to the, you know, cutting it off. 
Well, I'm sorry they're doing that to you because I I just think that's insidious. You know, I don't, you, you know, I mean, it, it's just not right. Yeah. And I, but welcome, you know. But you know, I mean that that you know, I'm just I'm just shocked that they let that they let you listen to that stuff. But I I suspect you're targeting well, mostly to the brain. Well, and mine is all external. But we'll see how it goes. I mean, since I've been more active on the calls, there's been some telltale signs of um, things happening again in my life that I'm very cautious with. Um, But I've already taken all the steps of protection. I mean, if anything was to ever happen to me, there's there's certain things that people would be contacted. So I'm I'm good with that. Um, So you know. and I just, I think, you know, I mean, I don't know. This is the first time that I've ever had my phone when I could hear y'all and y'all could not hear me. Um, and my phone was not on mute. I could hear the murmuring of y'all, and then all of a sudden my phone went dead. Now, that hasn't happened in a long time. Um, they used to do that many years ago. Um, I'd be in the middle of a sentence and my phone go dead and I'd call back. I'd finish the sentence and I'd hear this. Nobody else would hear it. And there would be like a huge scramble. I mean, like so much static that, you know, it hurt your, try, you know, hurt your ears so much to hear the static. Um, and the phone would go dead. And I'd call back in and I could hear everybody, but nobody could hear me. I'd be unmuted. And I'd try to, you know, I'd be talking away, and I'd realize that nobody could hear me. So I'd hang up, and I'd call back in. Um, If I had my computer, um, if I was in the chat room, if I went to type, I would type a sentence, and all of a sudden I watched my sentence go away. It would just be erased. I'd be like, huh, that's interesting. And uh, just little things like that. So we'll see what happens after, because I've been fairly vocal the past few nights and sharing some things that probably will not set well. Uh, And like I said, I've already experienced my car being hit again like last time with a warning. So we'll just see where this this little direction goes. You know, I'm not, not afraid, not concerned. Like I say, I'm pretty tough, pretty pretty resilient, so um, probably my music, they'll try to interfere with that. I do know that um, when I was listening to music the other day, it dead stopped. It stopped 100%, and when I tried to go back to listen to it, my phone would shut off. So who knows, you know? I still think it's wrong. How many people are on the call still? Do we know? Um, There are like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine... 
10, 11, 12, 13. 13. Yeah, there's usually more people here during the night. This is well, how's everybody really in late chat? night. Yeah. yeah, how's everybody in chat land? What are they doing? Are they uh, talking to themselves? There's a few of them in there chatting back and forth. Here, I'm gonna give Inca's you putting in some good info. Yeah. He's putting in some good info. Who's putting in good info? Uh, Inca Rhodes. Oh, uh, yeah. Patrick. Do you know I him? Enjoyed, he, no, but I enjoyed what they inputted last night. I was able so yeah. Hey, hey Chrissy, here, I'm going to give yeah. you the call, call schedule so you'll know. This call is basically on every yeah, night definitely. of the week. But Monday, we do a Derek's after call, okay? And right. Tuesday, Kyle does it that we rotate from one Tuesday to the other Tuesday. Kyle does it one All Tuesday right. and I do it, okay? Now, Wednesday, we open this call at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Thursday, yeah, Thursday's Kyle's call. Okay. Now, Friday, we open late night after calls for Linda Costanzo. So, yeah, you're welcome okay. anytime. I'm glad you're on board yeah. with us. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. I really enjoy it. Like I said, we'll see what happens, you know. Um, yeah, absolutely. been pretty active, you know, and, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like I say, I don't live my life in fear. I'm not, I, I've learned that a long time ago, and I certainly know how to handle myself within the community and here. You know, I've been attacked before within the community, and I just go like, yeah, whatever, you know, you don't you don't know what's in my house. You don't know what's going on in my house. You don't have any idea what I do on a daily basis. Uh, you know, there was a couple of people that don't, don't like me. And that's fine. Nobody has to love me. Nobody has to like me. Not, not everybody here. likes me. Oh. Not everybody yeah, likes you know? Ryan. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we're doing just, our best. Yeah. yeah, it's just the way it is. You know, I'm not here to be your best friend. I'm not expecting you to think that I'm hung the moon and created the stars. I don't do that. And, you know, we're human. And if I can connect with you, that's great. And even if I don't connect with you, I know I'm sensible and I'm intelligent enough to know that you're a person and that, you know, Put aside any differences I have because you just may be the best resource I have at that moment in my life. You may have something to say or to share or to give that can literally be a moment saving for me. Or I'm going to think about what you said the night before. I'm going, huh, they said that when they were, that they just lay back and close their eyes for 10 minutes. You know what? I'm going to try that. And it may work for me. Instead of being so negative and saying, you know, well, I don't like you, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, there's people that come on my journey that sometimes I just go like, okay, we don't connect. We don't, we don't connect. For one reason or another, we don't connect. But that doesn't mean I can't treat you with respect and I can't, you know, doesn't mean I have to agree with you. You don't have to come over to my house for dinner. I don't have to go to your house for dinner. We don't have to go to the movie. But I'm still going to be nice to you because somewhere along the way I may learn something from you. Mm-hmm. You know, knowledge is knowledge, right? right. I mean, knowledge it only power. helps you. Yeah. I mean, I love to learn. I love to learn more about what all we're doing and how the the targeting is changing the, because it it will have to it will have to become more intense and evolve because we're too 
aware of what goes on. You know, that's the one thing that I am proud of this community for is that no matter how rough and tough it gets, they come to a call, they come to a chat, they may be silent, they may be feel more comfortable in the chat room, they may be their phone, maybe they don't have a lot of minutes. Whatever the circumstance is, it's really not well, this are, it's not our business. They do the best they can. So if they're if they're trooping up and they're attending that call or they're attending that chat, well, you know what? Give them the respect to let them be there because it's hard. You know, maybe they've had a horrific day. Maybe they've had an horrific five minutes. Maybe they're being hit so hard while they're on that call that it's everything they can do to be here. Well, you know what? They deserve it. They deserve to be here. And they they need that connection because they may not have that connection anywhere else. So if you can provide it to them, well, kudos, because we just scored. We scored oh, one yeah. against the enemy. And and you know what? That's That's priceless. It's priceless. It is. And, that you know, so what if they, if you don't, I mean, not everybody's level of targeting is the same. Like Anonymous, she she has external. She doesn't have internal. So external's hard. It's hard to fight because you want to get up in their face. You want to go like, you know what, I know what you're doing. I'm not yeah. stupid. But you know not to because it could escalate to something else and they're going to use it against you. So it's better not to have a confrontation. But you want to. You do because it's human. Um, Counterintuitive fight. Yeah. These, the people who figure this out are using our human, like how we act as humans, what we are. Like, Hi. you know, Hi. so we've really got to be counterintuitive about how intelligent we are when we fight. Yeah. That's what I found. It's a man. I mean, I've I've been so angry at times where it's just red hot rage. I'm gonna use that. Right. I'm gonna make videos, but it's ended up like you know just eating me. Um, right. So the counterintuitive method is just like okay, ignore, ignore that that's not killing right. me, and focus on what is killing me. You know, well, that that does not kill battle. you. You know, you know, that that does not kill you makes you stronger. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I tell, we're such a diverse community. We are a diverse community. We come from all walks of life. We are all different colors. We are all different belief systems. We're different genders. Um, and, you know, there is everybody within every type of lifestyle, okay? You here there there are and there's every type of wonderful gifted professional people and when i say professional i don't mean or just gifted people let me say that you know like i said earlier there's musicians there's artists there's cooks there's bakers there's engineers there's administrative assistants there's uh doctors i mean think about the wealth we have alone and within the tight knit of our community, and we're pretty powerful. But the reason why we can't be as powerful as we want to do because they downtrodden us, and that's where we we get frustrated. That's where we get into that ball of where we're like, listen to me. I'm I'm a person. You know, let me let me live my life. And I think that 
your call like you had last night allows us to remember that we can live our life. I know it's difficult. I know we've had people that are living in their cars. I get that. I could be one step away from living in in a car, so I don't take that lightly. There's nobody that is not a step away from living in a car because of circumstances that can happen, right? So you don't ever make fun of that or light of that. Um, There's some people who are on SSI uh, that have gone ahead and pulled disability. There's nothing wrong in that. Kudos to them for being, you know, you know, resourceful enough to go do that. Um, There's food stamps. There's all kinds of things. Um, But the one thing I think that we, I just champion more and more and more of is that if you truly listen to that person, then you use it do, but don't. Don't argue with them about it. You know, like, I'm not going to do what you say. You know, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard anybody say. Well, maybe it is ridiculous. Maybe they didn't articulate it well. Okay, so give them a break. So, you know? Yeah, and, and yeah. Chrissy, like, tact. Like, so if somebody says something that I don't understand, I'm like, oh, think about that, you know? <laughs> so you don't have to come You don't have to come back at them with, like, oh, I don't, I don't believe in that or... You know, oh, that's not going to work for me. Just, I'll think about that. Or you know, yeah, just can say, do that. I'll think about it. Or, just go, <laughs> no, I was talking about say, aliens. We, no, we You're do the about, prime. You we know, the I mean, there's people, things. there was a person a few years back that went on and on and on about this was all alien baits. Well, <laughs> I mean... And you just got to laugh. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I what I tell you know that it was on a call, and I said, you know, I think that we should create a call for that belief. Mm. I think if there are targets, I think if there are targets that believe that, you know, I know Daryl Sims. I don't know if you know Daryl Sims. He's called the Alien Mm. Hunter. He's an ex CIA operative, and um, I met with him uh, to talk about my targeting, and you know, he told me it's real. You know, he goes, you are one. And he goes, why? I don't know. Um, But he said, you will need to be careful. Now, I've always listened to those words, and I've lived by those words ever since I met him. Um, I met him in Irving, and uh, I was very humbled that he met with me because he doesn't meet with a lot of people. Um, But he found my story interesting, and uh, when I explained to him how I thought I was accessed. So we still keep in touch. We do, oh, yeah. and um, you know, I think I'm very, I'm very glad of that relationship. Do I follow his belief system? He's removed implants. He has proof. He has records. He has documentation. I'm not, you know, I don't know if I do or not, but I'm certainly not going to put him down for it. So uh, for a short while, there was a, a, t- a call for the individuals in our community that believed that, and you know, now why? Chris, way, I don't Chris. know. Chris, this huh. is what I would have said to him. I would have said, um, well, you think that you've maybe been abducted by aliens, but you have implants. Do you think maybe any of that was, um, you know, induced to make, to make you think it was that? It but, could be. you know, if they disagreed, yeah. I would be like, okay, you know, okay. Yeah. You experience what you experience. Yeah. The people what? that get on these calls and say that garbage like it, those are called government disinformation ops. Some people, well, though, Ryan, it's not it, like they're governmental. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's some yeah. Yeah. But there are some government disinformation ops that does happen. I mean, Absolutely. you 
you have to oh, sort yeah. of be discerning, you know. Um, I think when somebody comes into a call and, and wants to consistently argue about something or points or take down every little thing that you say, I've sort of become questioning about them. But then at the same time, I'm going like, well, are they struggling? Like, are they being overly attacked? Uh, you know, how many days have they gone without sleep? You know, I mean, going without sleep can do a lot of things to your body. Yeah, um, it sure can. You can, uh, you know, your eyes hurt, your legs hurt, your mouth hurts, your whole body aches. Um, you become dehydrated. Uh, your nervous you, system is jittery. Right, your nervous system is jittery. You lose your appetite. Um, you're lethargic. Your words become slurred. You become aggressive uh, because yeah. you because you're t- overtired. So your brain Agitation. is literally shutting down. Yeah, you're agitated, so you're you're going to say things or do things or react in a state that's not you. You know, it's not your normal behavior. You know, um, you've you've morphed into something that's not you. You're Doctor Jekyll. You know, um, instead of Mister Hyde, and you have to listen to that because. When somebody says, I haven't slept in 24 hours, that's a that's a huge flag for me, right. you know, and I want to be compassionate for that person. Chrissy, because, I haven't slept in 24 know? hours. You have but, not? Oh, God. Yeah, but it's like 20, I'm on 20, like, four and a half. Why, so dude, okay. are they keeping you up or what? That you need well, to be careful, Ryan, because yeah. at that point... Yeah. You're, you know, you'll start shutting down without wanting to. So my, you know, when somebody tells me that, I go like take a cat nap. Yeah. Well, see, Catch I probably would have slept. I would have slept, but I was waiting for Ryan's call uh, tonight. Well, like, because I kind of, you know, I want to be on his calls because he's on my calls. So I was like, yeah. I'll just wait through Ryan's calls and then I'll, you know, crash out. I can sleep well, the whole day. I'm interesting. My work day will be today because I have a long day today. But oh, I don't. You know that there's a reason why I'm awake, and I slept earlier. So mm. I'm a firm believer. There's a reason why I'm wanted to be on this call. It was it was meant a lot to me to be on this call tonight, and I wanted to be here. So I'm willing to forfeit that. You know, oh. I, it's my choice. Um, well, thank you. And that's what I wanted to do, so it meant a lot to me. Why did it mean a lot to me? I don't know. You know, like, I'm, I've never hidden my faith. I mean, we have Buddhists here. We have atheists. We have um, agnostics. We have uh, people who, I, I'm not sure, I think that they're practicing Catholics anymore. I don't know. Um, but... You know, we're like I say, we're a beautiful, diverse com- community. Um, we have people with um, that are LBGQ. I mean, it doesn't matter what you believe, what your lifestyle is, as long as you're not, you know, killing animals. I guess, or I don't believe in satanic rituals, so don't have a place for say. Or satanic rituals in my life, nor do I have. We have had witches here, 
Wiccan. Um, I don't think we've had black magic. Um, but, but you don't you see, know, like, uh, meditation, energy healing, and stuff like that. You don't see that as Wiccan, huh? No, no. Yeah, like a Christian doing that stuff, like crystals, an energy healing. Crystals, are, crystals have been around for centuries. Crystals have healing properties, and they're very important in your life. There are crystals that can calm you. There are crystals that can bring back your auras, um, create an energy base in you. Um, meditation, um, meditation is a way for you to find your inner peace. It really is. And whether you're Christian, if you want to use the word Christian, faith space or whatever, I think you have to be at peace with yourself. That's what I always tell everybody. Don't listen to the, what other people say in society or what you're doing. Find what makes you peaceful inside. Come from a place, come from a place of peace, and you will do the best for yourself and others. If you can do that for yourself, and truly be humble and genuine, then it sort of all falls into place. And if meditating is good for you or using a crystal or sleeping with crystals or wearing a crystal around your neck, then do it. You're not, you know, I'm sorry. It's not. It's not an affrontery to crop to God. I don't. I, I'm sorry. I don't think that He's going to look at you or yeah. anybody else in a negative tone. I don't. I don't. I don't. Because crystals have been throughout the century. You're not worshiping that crystal. You know. With well, an element of the earth, God put it here. So. Right. You're not worshiping it. You're not giving homage to it. It's healing you. It's helping you. Right? So how is that a bad thing? How is that a bad thing? I mean, I have a friend of mine that's a planet healer. I mean, she heals with energies and she heals with um, crystals. And so, huh? Organite. Did somebody say organite? Yeah, that is me. I don't know. You know, I've never really looked at all the stuff that she does. Um, I know she uses rose crystals and another. I She makes finials for people and does everything. She's one of the most beautiful persons I've ever had on the journey of my friendship. I mean, I asked her what my aura was because I'm, I do believe in auras and chakras and things, you know. I mean, but I'm still faith-based, okay? Because I know, I'm sensible enough to know that our body is made up of energy, okay? Yeah. Hello? So, um, you know, my aura is blue, uh, and that's a good thing. Um, sometimes it's purple. Um, so I think, you know, I'm I'm pretty happy with that. But, you know, she did she did tell me, she says, there is something... There is something around you that wants to hurt you. I thought that was very interesting. So what is that that wants to hurt me? Is that the targeting? Is that the energetic directed energy weapon field? I mean, is that the dues? Is that the radiation? Is it the chip? I didn't share anything, but I thought that was interesting, you know? Um, so, 
Is anybody going to make breakfast soon or anything? No, just kidding. <laughs> Are y'all there or did I lose y'all? No, I have some eggs at my okay. uh, parents' condo. I can oh. uh, hook it up. I put myself oh, on mute. I, I was about to use the bathroom, and then oh, you made that joke. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> I missed it. I missed it. Yeah. Oh, I was just talking about eggs, so. <laughs> wow. Yes. All right. Is Maya? Is she got? Did she leave? Hold on. Yeah, I, th- I think she dropped off. Yeah, I checked earlier. Okay. Yeah, I think. She, but there's a lot of people on the call. Yeah. Good. Like, you know, fifteen, sixteen people on the call. Are they just computer based or are they phone based? I mean, they should jump on the phone and talk. Ryan, tell tell Inca to get on. Inca, can you get on and tell them about um, the name was released of the person who um, got attacked in China? And I wanted Inca oh, to tell wow. you all about that. Yeah, yeah, it's um, Mark Mark Lindsay. Mark okay. Lindsay. Yeah, Patrick, are you on here, man? Jump yeah, let Pat. Patrick has some good info. Uh, see yeah. if he can get in here. Does that mean it was an American? Yeah, uh, Mark Mark Lindsay, an American at the uh, China consulate. It's it's a um it's a province uh-huh. I can't pronounce. It's like Xinjiang or something yeah. like that. Xinjiang, Xinjiang. Yeah. Xinjiang, 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 why I said, I tend to say, if it was an American that got injured in China, mm-hmm. then it's the Americans doing it to him. It's not the Chinese. Okay, well, wait. Let me, before I use the bathroom, yeah. let me tell you my theory about the Cuban embassy attacks and the China attacks the, at the, uh, China consulate, I think that it is Russia, because I think that the United States of America and Russia are in a race, in a directed energy weapons race, and I think who benefits, when anything happens, you ask who benefits, now, that thing happening at the Cuban embassy, it makes Americans know about this situation more, and then it brings us further to realization that there are directed energy weapons being used in America. Right now, if that happens, America is going to have to slow down. So Russia is going to be able to kind of race ahead in that directed energy weapons race. Yeah, That's I just my theory. That's my yeah, feeling. But, you know, theory doesn't 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 sound good. <laughs> yeah, but it's right. Because, because no, mine does and yours doesn't. Guys, you're spelling Chrissy's name wrong. It's with a K, not a C. It's K R I S. They were trying to cross into it and help themselves race ahead. It would be more than one person that they would target. No, because they just want the information out. They don't care about hurting but, Americans. They care about one, the story getting out in America. They care about person, the information getting out in America. Okay, but it's a different kind of war. It's so easy to deny what they're going through. Patrick, get in here, man. You yeah, but anonymous, anonymous. The um, they're giving the names out of the people who it happened to at the China consulate. They still could say he's he's crazy, he's delusional. Uh, 
but there are more people in the same space he worked in who are coming out and speaking out. That, oh, I like, didn't know that. They were saying yeah. they did it, or why are they speaking out if they didn't get injured? No, they're speaking out because they were having the same effects of the weapon. Oh, and I called it. I called it weeks China? ago. See, and not, okay. yeah, I'm speaking about China. Okay. I'm speaking about China, anonymous, and um, like okay. I called it when that one guy came out. I said, I told Patrick, I said, you watch it. Other people in that same consulate are gonna come and speak out about it because he did, and okay. now new okay. people are coming out, and it was his whole family, his okay. child okay. and his wife. Who were attacked? Got it. Got it. That makes sense. Then. This is. I mean, it's it's horrible that people are getting hurt with this weaponry. I mean, we are getting tortured with it, but it's exciting that now you've got a situation where the full name is out of the first person. Right. So, right. Not. But you, have, not, you know, yeah. that's not just that's not just count. Um, when you think about workshop, when you think about the USA, when you think about time, power houses, right? And we about Britain who has cameras everywhere. You can't walk on the street and can't and look being surveilled. Uh, it's they have a lot of cameras over here and they have lots, lots of information. Your attackers are muffling out your phone. Yeah. Because you're saying okay. something important. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. They're okay. Kind of... yeah. What I was hey, saying Chris, is, um, well, they're probably going to cut me off. Yeah. Chrissy, I guess yeah. he wants to know if you're going to be moderating moderating the calls again. I don't know. I'll have to really play it now. I'm sorry. I'll have to really meditate. I, I'm not sure. Um, you would be great. I was just I mean, I was telling it, Ryan you'd it, be it's great. It's going to not be influenced by others who still want to say negative things about me. I would welcome that um, because I miss the community. I believe in the community strongly. Um, when well, I, I seriously wish you would consider helping me moderate this call as well. You, you're helping. Well, I'm at very, very best. You know, like I say, um, my work her, is different. Yeah, let you her know, it's, it's sit on the I calls and talk. And Yeah, I don't you know. always have the same schedule, so it might be different yeah. for me to consider that. Sometimes I don't get off till 930, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's not, I'm not going to say anything that just you really pushed my heart. And I thank you so much. It makes me feel uh, very positive. And uh, I appreciate your confidence. I do mean that. And I don't know if 23 is just asking because they wanted to know or if they're asking, I consider it. So I don't know. Um, I, I just would have to think. But what I was going to say, before they were muffling my phone. That's interesting. See what I'm saying? Now they're muffling my phone. Oh, my goodness. What's their baby heart? Anyway, that's good old Southern saying. Uh, so I think when you get USA, Russia, China, they're powerhouses, right? They're a powerhouse. They all want to sell and be the first one to do it. I did it. I did it. No, I did it. No, no, I did it first. So it would not surprise me. It would not surprise me if black opportunities were working together to create the. They're honey, honey, they're messing you out again. We can't hardly. Oh, I'm sorry. It would not. It would not surprise me if the three of them worked together to create that dynamic 
to where they they are all through doing it. Now, I thought it interesting that the USA was attacked. And it could be us. It could be just our own genocide program. Um, But for them to have brain injury, that's interesting. So, I don't know. It's plot thickens. Uh, yeah, it's just it's, it's kind of hard to hear yet. What, are you? Are you? Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, let me try to call back in and see if it's speech different. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Right. Okay. What did she say? She's calling back in. Welcome back, Miss Chrissy. Oh, I probably have to unmute you, damn it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Is that better? That is so much better. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I, I want that's weird that they're doing that. They've shut my phone off. They muffled my phone and then they made it to where I was speaking, but y'all couldn't hear me, but I could hear y'all. Uh, I'm telling you, they are just such wonderful, wonderful operators, aren't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Like, I started moderating a call, and they started yeah. hitting me in the left side of the head. Like, that night, the first yeah. two hours, I was like, oh, this is fun, and I'm energetic and ready to get back in. Then, like, after the first two hours, they had been hitting me in the side of the head on the left side so long that I started to... um like really forget words and um, really have a hard time knowing what I was saying. So they're not they they're happy to let me get on the calls, but they don't like it when I'm when I'm going to be a moderator. And I don't get that. Like they don't they don't mess with my computer when I get into the calls. They don't hack it. But when I become a moderator, they start hitting me in the chest. They want they hit me with that anxious uh, frequency frequency all the time. Ask me why I think the difference, what what I think that's about. Ask me. I ask you now, <laughs> HD. <laughs> I ask you in the name of Kyle. What? Is it because God's going to come on? I thought we had asked for him to. Um, somebody mentioned in the chat room, because I was able to log on finally, um, I am familiar with Elvira. Um yeah. I'm sorry. I don't it's really hard on me. Um I don't usually do that. I'm sorry guys, I don't know where that came from. Um She's been here she's been fighting for a long time. Uh, because I oh my goodness, I remember working with her and uh, oh my goodness, what a force she was. Um exactly. And when I learned that she had passed, it was a very hard day for me. Um, a very hard day. 
because I knew she'd been relocated down to Florida. Um, and I just, you know, as much as I, I know that it hurts for her to be gone from our community, um, I know she's in a better place. I keep on telling myself that. Um, but she was a, a, a force. She was, my goodness. Yes, she was. And I tell you, Chrissy, she was on this line every night. Like every I know. Time. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, she and she also uh, had a prayer. She also helped with a prayer group. Um, she she was a force. She she uh, said it like it was. You know, she didn't mince any words. Um, she stood up to her perpetrators, her infiltrators. Uh, and I think that's the risk we take. Um, you know, you know I, I don't. I don't think this is a. Yeah, this is inappropriate. I was going to say, uh, Don and her both said things. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not appropriate. Y'all go ahead. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to sleep. Hey, baby. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I muted you like four times, and I was trying to see if you'd like. Not out of it or whatever. I figured he's like nodding off. Man, I've got heartburn. Damn. I've kind of got heartburn too. Yeah. It's probably from all that popcorn you ate. Didn't you eat popcorn earlier? I drank yeah, a lot of wine. I, I, I drank well, like you know four what? glasses. If you, ate, if you ate popcorn, you know that's because you didn't share with us. So that's that popcorn coming back. <laughs> it's just saying. Yeah, that's it. Popcorn yeah. karma, that's Ryan. That's right. You know, if you had reached out and sent it through the phone, we would all be happy. I know I would be happy. Yeah. I would have been really, really happy. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that's got, okay. I'm going to shoot okay. you some popcorn, Miss Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to, like, yeah. They, <laughs> yeah, when they're, they're going to go, like, why is there 50 pounds of popcorn at Chrissy's? Door. <laughs> <laughs> I have an overnight delivery. <laughs> exactly. Like, okay, I'm going to have popcorn for the rest of my life. Okay, I won't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, the sad thing about it is that I, um, well, it's not sad. That's the wrong word to say. The, the thing about it is that when I have popcorn in the house, and I do try to make it last, it's just that I know it's there, so, you know, I'll have a bag, and then, oh yeah, you know, I'll go like, oh, I'll, I'll wait until my day's off, and then I can't, you know, I'm like, I don't have popcorn, so. I don't know, I was at work, what was it, whatever, I was off, Tuesday, whatever. Let me get to Okay. Oh, my God, I'm not out for an hour. Let me see who that is. Oh, is that Darth Vader? No. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a female Darth, Darth Vader. He goes, the dark side of the force is calling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my stars. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, Darth was sort of like, yeah. yeah, tall and tall and brawny, you know, I mean, he just had this thing with a mask. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, man. And a cape. He loved his cape. Oh, my gosh. He loved that cape. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Yeah, we, we've got this little clip that... Me, me and Alex, one other caller, said, yeah, I wonder what happened to Alex anyway, Kyle. He hasn't been in here. I think he got mad. Because he, I, he, got oh, out. he got chewed out. He got chewed out by Ella. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I heard you mean feeling. Alex, the one that speaks out all the time and wants to know about God and all that? That Alex? Uh, he's the one that can kind of talk like a surfer because he's like, he's like, hey, Ryan, man, you know, he kind of talks like this, like a surfer. He's like, guys, oh. I feel like this, and I get on the call. I just want to apologize for getting on the call sometimes and really, you know, acting out. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. 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 Comes from the heart. Yeah. Really yeah. comes from the heart. Oh, well, you know, well, he, he chewed Ella out or Ella chewed him out? Ella chewed him out, yeah. Yeah, um, something about the interview with um with Kieran. Kieran, what's his name? Oh, the and guy, the British guy? Yeah, and then she came I on I loved this. that call. I great. loved Kieran. I wanted to go and hug yeah. Kieran and say, Kieran, I think you're magnificent. You're magnanimous. You are speaking so many things that are so to the truth that I just, you're wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the call. I never did say that on the call. I don't speak much on her call because out of respect to the interviewee and the others who really want to ask questions, but I clung to every word he said. And then when I happened to call in, he was on again, and I was just like, this was so meant to be for me to be here. It was just a real pivoting moment for me, you know? He was so passionate, wasn't he? He Yeah. He was passionate, and, you know, that's what I'm saying, you know. um, It's just, when I think of, you know, like that movie that Derek posted out for us to watch, you know, Control Room, well, they call it a sci-fi. Well, I don't care if you call it a sci-fi, it is a sci-fi, but you know what? It happened, and it happened today. So, na-na-na-na-boo-boo to your sci-fi. Uh, you know, I don't care if you want to call me sci-fi. <laughs> I mean, I might be, with my twisted curly hair that I've got, you know, I could be a sci-fi girl. I don't know. But, I, I you know, definitely, <laughs> you know, I mean, I remember when my little boy was young, I went as a silver alien. I was silver face paint. I'm not quite sure what I was. This friend made some silver costume for me. I said, exactly what am I supposed to be? A big Hershey kiss or something? I don't know. (laughs) This is the weirdest outfit that I've ever seen. You're an alien. I went, oh, that's going to go over real big. Yeah. I'm going to scare the heck out of some kid, you know, when when we were going trick-or-treating, you know, my little boy wanted to go and I was always cautious of candy and stuff. And, and I was like, I said, so sure they're going to open up the door and they're going to look at me and scream to high heavens, you know? <laughs> I said, Yeah, I get you, Chrissy. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, definitely. 
Man, it's hot here. Oh, it is, isn't it? It's hot here, too. I've been burning up all my... I'm wearing a black shirt. My God. I, hey, I tried to call you a minute ago. Did you? I fell asleep. So who's talking? It's my girlfriend. Uh, I love is in the air. La 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 la. <laughs> oh, love is in the air. Oh my gosh, <laughs> girlfriend. What are we? Is this? Oh, I'm so sorry if we turned this into a product call. I didn't know this. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you. You're awesome. <laughs> so now, are y'all li- do y'all live in the same state, or is this a across the miles? No, I'm really? in Tennessee, Chrissy. Alabama, Tennessee, not that far. Not that far. No, I'm talking about her, not you. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. She Should we talk about her in third person, or does she have a name? I don't know. She it's actually, South Alabama right now. <laughs> Candy, okay? Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> so, Candy, do you live in Tennessee, too? No, I live in South Alabama. Oh, well, you're not that far. Good grief. That's a hop, skip, and a jump. Oh, yeah. I'm coming all to right. pretty soon, so. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> all right. Well, you know, there's hope for us still that we can find our, our true love within the community. That's a good thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yep. You know. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Did it. This is I don't know. The last date I went on, I don't know if I want to go out on another date. I went on a date with a guy, and, you know, it was an online thing. I did an online date thing, and we met, and it was really great. And we went to a little small place over here by me that's locally owned. You know, it's sort of like a cheers place. It's really cool. I know the owner and all that, and so we were just talking, and we went in, had, you know, um, we had a pizza, a drink, a drink, and, um, we were talking, and I noticed he was having trouble breathing, and I was like, are you okay? He goes, I'm fine. Why would you ask? And I went, well, because you're sort of gasping for breath. I mean, I wanted to make sure you're okay. I'm fine. I was like, okay. So anyway, they were doing this. This is one really cool place. They do like tasting. So they were having a whiskey barrel tasting, aged whiskey. Um, not that I drink whiskey, but they were having that with like dinner. drink, do you? you like yeah. <laughs> Me too. Well, I'm having well, a glass of beer right now. Let me take one through you. But they, um, I'm drinking anyway, some wine. They yeah. have this aged barrel whiskey, right? They were doing this tasting, and with all the foods to compliment, the chef was making it. And it was a really cool tasting, but they needed our table, so they asked us to move to the bar. Yeah. And I said, okay, sure, we'll go over there and sit. Yeah. So uh, we'd already finished our pizza, and um, so we were sitting and talking. And I have her look over, and the girl who is a bartender there, but she also does the catering, she looked at me, and, I, and she went, she moved her head. I turned around. His lips were blue. No, I kid you not. They were blue. And I looked at him, and I literally went, um, I'm going to ask you again. Are you feeling okay? <laughs> went, I'm fine. Why do you keep on asking? Your coloring doesn't look too good. And he went, you know what, you have a problem with the way I look. And I went, no, I'm talking about your coloring, your lips. And he went, you know what, I think we should go. Well, his breathing had become more labored by then. 
And I was like, what is wrong with this man? Is he going to have a heart attack? Should I call 911? You know, and before I left, he had stood up before. She goes, his lips are blue. And when I know, she goes, should I call 911? I said, I don't know. He said, he says he's fine. He says he's fine. So we left, and, uh, you know, I, I just said, I, I said, I'm so sorry if I embarrassed you or made you feel uncomfortable, but it's your coloring. And he went, there's nothing wrong with me. People, I just haven't been feeling well. And I went, oh, well, you might want to check into that. So I left. And I thought to myself, nobody's lips turn blue unless you have oxygen depletion. So that's COPD, period, you know? And I thought to myself, I didn't like that at all. He wasn't being honest with me. So I don't know. I may go out there. I don't know. I've been asked out on a date again. I'm sort of like, I don't know. Do your lips turn blue? No, just kidding. I have a couple of questions to ask before we go out. One, can you breathe okay? (laughs) Two, do your lips turn blue? No. (laughs) Anyway. Hey, guys, hold on a second. I think somebody's beeping in on me. I'll be right back. Uh Uh-oh. Are we still here? Hello? Candy? Kyle? Hey, I'm here. I was on mute. All right. Well, guys, I hate to do this, but I'm going to have to go. I have to have a couple of hours of sleep because I have to be to work by 9.30. So probably be best if I... Got a couple of eyes of winks and shut eyes. It was great talking to you. It was really great talking. It was great talking with y'all. Thanks for letting me be chatty Cappy tonight, you know. Um, Anytime. Anytime. If you want to. Sorry, I didn't mean to overtake the call to anybody uh -uh. that wanted to talk. So, you know. All right. So, good night and chat, Lynn, everybody. You know, if you can hear the call, I don't know if you can. I'll go out there and say goodnight to them. And y'all have a fabulous day today. Um, what, tonight is who's call? Thursday, your call, right? Yeah, so tonight? so yeah. it's going to be Ella's call, and then I'm going to do the late, late call. Yeah, well, be sure hers. to get some rest. Be sure to get I some am. rest. I'm going to sleep soon, Chrissy. So. Okay, Good. Yeah, but come right. come over there. Come on the call. I will. I will. I'll come. I'll come and visit y'all tomorrow. I should be able to. So, everybody, uh, take care and be yeah. safe. Okay. All right. Okay. Good you night. too. Good night. All right, honey. Good night, uh, honey. Good night. Good night. Anybody else on here? Go ahead.
We're going to carry the call on there. I'm not here. I'm not here. <laughs> you bastards, you. <laughs> I'm not here. I, I drank some wine and I'm playing a video game, so leave me the F alone, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was just telling girlfriend, man, I, I thought it was Chloe. She called me and I thought it was Chloe. I was telling... Uh, uh, girlfriend, man, uh, Chrissy Stoll is a good-looking woman, man. She's not only like she's sweet and nice and everything. She's don't a, say I, that to don't say that to your um to South oh, Alabama though. Oh no, I told her, I told her, I said she's a beautiful girl, and she was like, well, yeah, I'm but thirty-seven like me. <laughs> no. she's thirty-seven. She's what? Chrissy she's, Stoll? No, she's in her sixties. I'm sure of it. But she, but she looks like she's twenty-seven. She looks like she's about in her. Uh, middle 50s probably she's, she's very good looking dude i like her i think she's like really strong like she's been in this for a while so she's learned to, how to adapt to i agree it. i agree yeah. i hope she hears me too i, I don't care <laughs> she might be hanging out shoot man but she, but we're only saying good things about her she's awesome yes she is she's super good looking i've always thought she was good looking I seen her Facebook profile. I, I like looked her up on Facebook because I heard her on them calls. I was like, I bet, I bet you that woman's good looking, Dan, but she wasn't. Uh, we're 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 flirting with you, Chrissy. <laughs> I I can't. I just can't remember. I I just can't imagine. I'm sorry, not remember. Imagine like being a target in 2003. Like because now, like in 2018, it's very hard, and people like there's more of a spread of awareness around society. But like 2003, nobody's gonna ever listen to you. They're never even gonna listen to anything you say. That 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 had to be very very hard. Yeah. I was targeted then, but I I didn't know I was targeted. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't either, man. You see what I wrote in the chat room to her? What? Oh yeah, <laughs> awesome. She's cool, man. I like her. Yeah, she's strong. Yeah, she's got a hell of a story too. She's a strong little warrior, most definitely. Well, you know what I noticed? It's like <laughs> when she talks about stuff, she talks about her story, but she disconnects emotion. Like she's gone through the emotion already, and at a certain point, we have to disconnect that emotion from that horrible, traumatic thing that we did. And think of it as um, documentation. Like we're documenting this horrible event, but you also, as a healthy move, you separate yourself emotionally. You don't internalize it. Right. You know what I'm saying? She seems and to she, well at that. She does. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. She's really good. She's like, this is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. But she has a good, like, she's separated emotions from it. She's had enough time to go through it and adapt. That's what makes it stronger, you know. Yeah. I, well, I just got, I kind of got, when that night she called in here, I mean, it's just years ago, it's like in 2013. She called into my call. She was talking on my call, man. <laughs> it was my call she came in on and was talking. Which, oh, yeah, yeah, but what's there with the, the girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend, <I> think <laughs> she wants another girl, too. She's. She's bi, so I don't think she cares for anybody knowing that. She tells she openly admitted it to me, and she was like, "Yeah, we need to find us a girl to have us a threesome." S <laughs> A, S A. 
No, uh, well, I, no, she's not the one that said that. No, don't tell her, God, she'll jump down man. my throat, man. She's already sent me a really email. <laughs> that'd be awesome, though. I mean, that'd be... <laughs> Hell yeah. Is she still on the phone? No, she's she's not... South Alabama's not on here. Nah, she she just called me when I was talking to Chrissy there, and she said, she's like, nah, baby, I'll call you tomorrow. I said, okay, baby. Dude, that's awesome. Congratulations, yeah. man. Thank you, buddy. Thank I'm see see you're hunting. Like I see you hunting and it it makes me kind of it inspires me, but uh but I'm still not hunting. I'm I'm waiting. Dude, I'm uh you got what it takes, man. You, you yeah, do but it. I you know, know but is, there's a the way thing. that I do things, you know. Yeah, well the thing is you got I just realized I got to sitting there and realizing, you know, over the last past it's life's too damn short to be shy, man. Especially around mm-hmm. girls and if you don't if you don't have any confidence you're not gonna get anywhere with them. You know, you gotta like yourself before anybody else will like you. Oh yeah, yeah. The way it is I mean I've got that I've got that, like that's cool. But it's um you know, the targeting stuff I want everything to be well with inside of me. I got to do some things, and if it just happens along the way, that's cool. There probably will come a time again in my life where I where I'm hunting, you know. If if I don't find the right person in this, but right now I just want to work on some stuff, uh, you know, with myself. But if you're at that point, you know, definitely go for that. That's what life's about, man. That's what life is all about. Connections Seizing like that. the moment. Yep, seizing the moment. Mhm. Who who died? The Wizard of Oz. Oh, there's my. Oh. Who I, died? The the creator of the Wizard of Oz, I believe. Tell my Inca. Tell Inca to get on here. You get, come on in here, Patrick. Man, come on. And, and by by the way, I thought I told you all this, but but Inca gave me that news about the name of the person in China. So Mark Lindsay is the name of the um. The per the person at the consulate in China, who got hit. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, a little crazy. Crazy. She wrote. She calls people peeps. She she's she's hip to the fact, man. She's like she knows about that stuff. She's like sweet peeps, <laughs> peeps. You know, like uh-huh. the hip hopsters call each other peeps. <laughs> yeah, I like her. I really do. What she's you cool. yo? You talking about Chrissy? Yeah. Yeah, she listened to Jimi Hendrix. Cool, man. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what? That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I can't imagine how strong of a person you'd have to be to be a moderator on these calls, like back in the 2008, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. I wanted to ask her, a question I really wanted to ask her was, um, and she, well, she's still in the chat, um, but... Like, what did you think back then? Like, because I realized I was targeted in 2011. 2008, she had pretty much figured it out, so she was on the calls. What did she think was going to happen? Like, where was her head at? Like, this is this program's going to end in a few years, or wow, we've got, like, a long haul. Like, I want to know where, where she was at, like, what she was thinking in 2008 about where this was going. Which she's yeah. probably she's still in the chat, so she can probably still hear us if the audio's not turned off, the stream's not turned off. See me in friends request, man. I'm talking to this dude on Facebook. He's like, I'll talk, I'll talk to her. I mean, we'll talk more. 
I have a lot of questions with that because you know I know it was targeted through like 2000 like 2000 2010 then 2011 I knew it and it was totally oh. it was the tinnitus B2K and everything so so that's when I started thinking about like where we were and we went through five years like what I see is like we went through five years of exponential awareness and stuff happening and then in about one year because it's this exponential growth so the the growth that we had in awareness and people learning about this through social media because uh you know mainstream media is going to hide it for as long as they can but in five years uh the next year we went through the same kind of growth so that's like an exponential thing okay so five years we go through this like this awareness and this, you know, um, advancement. Then in one year, you go through that same advancement. So then it's going to be like six months. We go through the same kind of, you know, moving forward. Then it's like two months. We're going through that same kind of... So so it's an exponential awareness. So I see this thing happening like in the next, you know, whatever coming year, we're going to see things that we never thought would happen. I agree, yeah, and I, it is positive opportunistic thinking, but I mean, not oper- well, kind of, but yeah, I mean, it's wishful it's thinking. Hopeful thinking. Yeah, it's hopeful thinking. Wishful, it's wishful, it's definitely wishful thinking, but it's kind of based off of what I've seen um, in, in knowing, you, you know how technology goes, like so uh, computers, technology, it's exponential growth. Um, I think awareness, like growing awareness in society about something that's going on is even faster than that. It's even faster than technology. So it starts out slow, but then, you know, like seriously, like think about this last year. Think about 2017 to now. 2017 is the beginning of when Dr. Horton reared her head. This is the beginning of uh, techno um, crime fighters form. It's the beginning of uh, techno um, of uh, targeted justice. The begin the Unity and Hope conference. Um, dude, you can think of so many things that happened from 2017 to 2018 that were just completely, you know, to the next level. Exactly. To the next level. Well, it's a slow. I think it's a slowly but surely. Brewing a revolution. Mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah. believe that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Chrissy accepted my friend's request. Man, you you ought to see this picture of her. Man, her profile picture. Her eyes are beautiful, dude. She's got send her send her um send a um thing to my Facebook like okay. a um yeah, suggestion. Okay, hey, hey, she better what? Be, you better be careful about that damn green and blue, Chrissy. That's my Air Force perps, man. They're subliminally influenced. I knew it. I knew they were, man. And Chrissy, can I tell? Wait, is she still? On, she's in the chat. Yeah. Um, Chrissy, I guess she, Chrissy, like I'm Kyle, but if you want to check out, like I've made over 850 YouTube videos. Uh, Vulcan Wolverine. Uh, just Vulcan Wolverine on YouTube. So check out my videos. Like it's just throughout, like from the last five years, uh, figuring this out and talking about it. I wanted to see my videos to know who I am. Yeah, 
Uh, well, the thing about it is, I'm telling her, she listens to you. You better listen to me and heed the warning. You better not wear that green and blue stuff, that necklace that you got on. That's my Air Force perps trying to subliminally link you to Central Intelligence Agency. Oh, no, no, no. You're not going to interrupt the call. I can't. Whoever that is is doing that. Wait, that's yeah. me. That's me. That's me. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's Brian. I-, I wanted to play Brian 2's video. Can I play it next to the microphone? Yeah, well, what they're doing with that green and blue car, man, they're, they're, they've used, they put that in all kinds of movies and everything, man. I went back and I was watching some of the first Friday the 13th movies. That shit is all over the place. It's flooded with the colors green and blue. Right on up to Jason X. Goes to, Jason goes to space. You better watch it. He's that. wearing blue. I, uh, green and blue. I don't know why they, they, they link that to CIA, but it's trying to subliminally say that, that she's, the CIA is responsible for whatever happened to Chrissy. Air Force did it. Anything happens to Chrissy, Air Force perpetrators did it. I'm stating that right now on the record. Well, nothing's going to happen to Chrissy. No. Nothing's going to happen to Chrissy. No. Nothing's going to happen. She's a beautiful lady, though. She really is, man. She's stunning, attractive. My girlfriend knows I think she's... I don't care. We're in an open relationship, man. Oh, Really? Yeah, it's an open way. That's what she put on my Facebook, and I said, okay, whatever. That's cool. That works out cool for the best of us. I mean, I guess... Did she explain it? Did she define open relationship? No. uh -uh. See, that's the thing. Hmm. Oh, yeah. She said... She she just said, yeah, sexy, you're going to have me some steamy dreams and think of you. I'll call you when I get up in the morning, baby. Hmm. (laughs) Dude, I... You don't even know, man. I, <laughs> I like girls, man. <laughs> I like. No, I know. I've had I've had girlfriends all my life till the targeting. So I know. I get it. I understand. Like, I, you know, if you're 18 up to 70, 60, uh, late 60s, if you look good, fly you in here, man. I want to meet you. You know. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. Send the girls my way. Yeah, and Chrissy's beautiful. Mm. Anyway. I was looking at some of her photos here. She, yeah, she's, she's. I bet she was a model or a cheerleader at one time, probably. I got 117 friend requests. Damn, huh. boy. Damn, fire, hey, Kyle. Damn. Karen Melton Stewart, and it's like a picture of her when she was younger playing a guitar. Yeah, I friend. She friended. Yes, she did, friend. She sent me a friend's request, and who's that other one? That Kathy Meadows sent me a friend's request. Yep. Frank Allen. His calls are really good. I agree, man. He's a good guy. He's a really good guy. He's he's learned how to maintain. Like even though he's getting like chatterbox V2K and shit, and getting really painful stuff, he's he's like really channeled it into this call where he's just like okay you know i'm gonna and and he's and he's really open like i want to learn how to be like that like he's like all right i gotta take a five minute break um because i gotta do this or that or you know that my my perps are making me have to use the bathroom and he's just like and people get it you know i want to get get like that where i'm really just open like him like it really that's what you gotta be man you just gotta realize that I don't know if it's where the, the, these perps have had everybody in the world listening to me if it's got this damn microphone and everything for the satellite uplink microphone and all that 
But it's like, mm-hmm. I don't care, man. I'll talk in front of anybody. I don't care, you know. It's like I'm not afraid to talk to anybody anymore. I don't know if the targeting's made me that way or what. I think that's a, I'm extremely extroverted anymore. I used to be extremely introverted. Now I'm extroverted. I don't yeah, know. I'm an omnivert. I've, <clears throat> I've remained an omnivert, but I've become more of an introvert, you know, because yeah. of the targeting. But I'm like both. I, it, You know, if I go out, I'm going to stay out all night. But sometimes, you know, I don't want to go out. But, like, the calls, it's just, you know, my main pressure is just um, I want to help, I want to give people a good call. I want to give people a good call. I want to put out good information. Like, I want to, I just want to move us forward, you know. So, I, like, like it's like there are different things you do with the calls. Like, because, like, you want to have fun and, you know, have some levity in it and then do all the other things, too. I think I think that me and you can do it. We can be a great team, like giving people, yeah, kind of a balance. You know, sometimes my calls will maybe be a little bit boring. You know, we'll be calm and stuff like that. But I think people need that. I think um, some of the older women maybe, you know, they they want it to be quiet. They want it to be quiet so they can be like, this is what I wanted to talk about. And then some people are like, that's too boring. We need a call that's like, you know, making some jokes and people ribbing each other and stuff like that. I agree. You know? We got to have it all, you know? Hey, man, I agree with you, but I'm not trying to change the subject. Look at her photo huh. I just posted in the chat, man. Is she not a knockout? Send me, um, I want, I want to friend her on Facebook. Yeah, I posted her. I posted her picture in the chat. She's gone now. We can say whatever we want. <laughs> well, just just give me um. You're you're my friend on Facebook. Like, yeah. send her as a suggestion or something. A suggestion right. of a friend. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I got you at the the top pretty much. With your yeah. little goatee. Yeah, you like him sideburns, buddy. Him sexy sideburns and that soul patch. He's looking good, man. <laughs> yeah, goatee and the sideburns looking good. Man, I tell you, girls dig sideburns, man. I, I don't see that many people wearing them anymore, but they're, they're sexy as hell. They really are, yeah. They get you your sexy. You should let some grow out, Kyle. Oh no, I'm I'm good. Like I got some, <laughs> I got some things going on, but I'm not I'm not hunting necessarily. Like I've said that before, but um, I'm ready, but not hunting because of what oh, yeah. I'm going through right now. That's a little bit different. Uh, neither of them are bad or good, you know. I'm happy for you guys, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I'm trying to see. Uh, apparently, she's commented on something. I, oh, mention me in a comment. I hope it's good. I hope she's not, like, took offense to something I said. <laughs> no, she's nice. Uh, you're, uh, you're most welcome, pretty baby. Wait, I want to see it. Wait, okay, she's hot, man. She's a hot. You gave me the link. What's <laughs> just? What's her name in Facebook? <clears throat> Chrissy Marshall stole. Yeah, she's hot, dude. <laughs> she's like Chrissy Marshall. <laughs> yeah, Marshalls. Yeah, I'm gonna invite her up here. Matter of fact, I'm gonna invite my girlfriend and her simultaneously. <laughs> Chrissy Marshall stole. Yeah, Marshall stole. Marshall Stoll. I'm in a friend request her. Yeah, she'll add you. Yeah, damn, man. She's oh, yeah, she's a cute blonde. Damn straight, she is. 
<laughs> Hell yeah, man. These 60 year olds, she's looking good, boy. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I date her in a heartbeat. Beautiful eyes. Yeah. She has the sheep on her Facebook page, like the sheep. Derek's like yeah. her second mutual friend. Jesus Christ, look at that face, man. She don't even have much makeup on right there. Look at that face, man. That's flawless. Her face is flawless. You see that green and blue, the necklace that I'm talking about? She better watch that shit, though. Putting that shit Oh, that, it that. matches her eyes. It's it's a color coding. Like, my mom used to do colors, and my colors, because I have brown eyes, are red, um, like red and brown. And so what she's doing is she's color coding to like her hair and her eyes and her that's her colors like green and blue are colors that match her as a human being. It's so it's not any, what they remotely influenced her to put on. Man, I'm telling you, dude, they do this. To not my back parents, then. My family members and everything. They like not I'll, back I, then. Though. Well, I'll wake up. I'll wake up. And I'll, like, come down here and look on the table, and they've laid, like, a blue item next to a green item, and shit, it's creepy, man. It's this remote influencing. They're doing that, and they're trying to... I probably just saved Chrissy's life. They're probably on... Uh, AI was uh, probably calculating whether it should murder her or not. Yeah, they probably did. And see, I do that, man. The people, like, they threaten. I, like, put it out. Like, I try to stop their death, you know, untimely death. Save your life. If they did that shit to you, I do. And if you pay attention to her profile, you'll see that green and blue everywhere, man. It's like it's totally. That's her colors, though. That's her Ooh. colors, man. That's Chrissy's colors. Well, it may be, but it's the Air Force manipulator to do that. I can see it, man. It's in Ghostbusters. It's in all them horror movies and everything. It's I just, but, Ryan, I think it's something you're sensitized to. I'm like, cause I have a lot. Of, oh, yeah, I'm telling they, you. They tried to sensitize me to it, but they woke me up to it. And it's like, now I told my law enforcement buddies about it. And they're like, they look for it. They recognize it. They see it. And it's like, yeah, it's obviously, it's at a high, high enough frequency. That's no coincidence. This is deliberate. The green and blue, that that's so true. And if you look around in the movies, comment, and I know you're a movie buff, you will see it. You'll, get, you'll pick up on it. Just remember what I told you about the green and the blue. Poor old Carrie yeah, Fisher, another see. one that they murdered. Yeah. Trust me. Wait, man. Carrie Fisher died? <laughs> huh? Carrie, Fi- Carrie yeah, Fisher died? They, they murdered her. They told me they took credit for her murder. Yeah. When did late. Carrie Fisher die? She's been dead for last year, man. Yeah. No, she did that new Star Wars movie. Yeah, but they filmed that before she died, though. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not kidding, man. She's dead. I didn't know hammer. she died. Dead oh, hell. Yeah, she sure is. Boy, they killed her, man. God, I didn't know that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Let's see. I'm... Yeah, the back Print. of the 50, man. I tell you, what a beautiful lady. She's a sweetie. She She's is. a sweetie. She's a fire. I friended her. Yeah, did she accept it? Yeah, it seemed to immediately accept. So she must have something, some kind of app where people. You want me to play Brian too? How he's doing right now? Yeah, go ahead. I listened to okay. it last night. Go ahead and play it for those that heard it. Wait, you heard it last night? It's uh, only trauma-based mind control victims absorb stream of energy or feels its effects from May twenty-second, two thousand eighteen. 
Oh, uh, that's May 22nd. Well, let's play it anyway. Can I, see if you can hear this. Alright. See if you can hear it. Severe pain, pulsating pain, high pitched screeching sounds. High pitched screeching sounds for hours. Hours. They're using pain and trauma to disrupt my continuity of thought, erase short term memory, new pattern, my brain. Severe, severe pain, pulsating pain, the head and ears. Okay, that was it. Yeah, he's been assaulted again. Yeah. They said, you know what, man, I was thinking because he talked on Frank's call tonight, and he said they uh, tried to plant drugs on him. They probably did, yeah. I saw that video. Yeah, I saw that video. Um, Oh, wow. I'm I'm still looking at I'm obsessed with this girl, man. <laughs> I should be saying that. My girlfriend's probably listening, but I don't care. I'll tell her, man. No, Let you're obsessed with Alabama. I'm obsessed with Chrissy. We're just going to keep it that way. It's <laughs> I'm obsessed recorded. with both of them, man. Recorded, <laughs> I've always so. thought Chrissy's a good-looking girl, man. She she is. She's super good-looking. She is. She is. She's re- you can tell she's really taken care of herself, you know, to be her it doesn't. It's like me, you, and Inca Rhodes on here. So nobody's on here anymore. Cool. On the call. Well, she's got like the her her pupils are like always like really small. What do they call it dilated. Mm-hmm. Well, constricted. You're constricted, yeah. Dilated means to get big, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Wait, your girlfriend's or Chrissy's? Chrissy's. Did so? So you talked to her back when she was doing when she was moderating. Oh, you yeah, yeah. Call? She came in on our call one night, and she got mad at me. I was like, I asked her, I said, are you Chrissy Marshall Stone? She's like, I don't think you need to be using my name on this line. Like, uh, <laughs> she got all bitchy with me, too, but she's cool. I like her. Yeah, she's been listening in here, and she's like, she like friend of me, and she, I, I hope she thinks, like, you're cute, man. I hope she thinks so, you know? Dude, you've got a girlfriend. Put that away now. you got to focus. <laughs> Focus on your love. It's open relationship. That's the way she but, termed it. But, um, well, <laughs> I guess however it works for you guys, however it works. Yeah, yeah. However it works. Yeah. You know, just work it. Just. When are you going to come see me, dude? Me? I'm trying to get a used car. And when I get a used car, I'm going to drive uh, up to see you. Cool. Gonna go maybe I'm hopefully gonna go see Sue. Um Awesome. Some, some people like go through there and then go to California because I know a lot of target individuals are in California. But I wanna um I wanna get a used car, maybe go see Sue or get her to come here. I don't know. You know, go see go see Mike, maybe in New York. Who else? That would be cool. Yeah, it would be. I'm trying to see. Yeah. No, I can't no. drive to New York, though. I could drive to Tennessee. I could drive to Tennessee. I could drive to New Mexico. Um, And Sue is in that place where people say their targeting gets better. Arizona. It's, yeah. Arizona. I'm sorry, not New Mexico. Arizona. I yeah. said it wrong. Boy, yeah. Sedona. 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 Well, Sedona. Over here in North Carolina. 
you know, she, we, we would have been like neighbors. Like we could have visited any time, but she moved out of there. Yeah, she's awesome. She's good looking is what she is. <laughs> I haven't seen her. Where um you've never seen a picture of Sumaya? No, what picture are you looking oh, at? Oh man, well she's very beautiful. She's a beautiful girl. She really is. Really? Where's um You can what? find it on her blog. I forget the name of her blog, but I've seen her. Yeah, she's stunning, beautiful. She really is. Really? Yep. I mean I, I suspect it. Is. Yeah. Just hearing her talk, I suspected she was beautiful, but I never saw. I mean, I think I saw something on her um, on her webpage, the Quantum Theology webpage. That's the one where it shows her picture. Yeah, she's a, she's good looking, super good looking. <laughs> but I think she's like, because I I used to log mm. in the chat room and I'd flirt with her and stuff, you know, and I'd be like, yeah. She's looking for the right guy. She's not. She's not a hunter. She's not like. She's waiting for God to to make it happen. You know, just send her the right guy. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what um, she personally wants, but it's well, weird for all of us targeted individuals. You know, we need. It is, but we need to find you a woman, man. Mm. Help. Yeah. You get find you a woman, yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I'm not doing the whole like, hey, I'm going looking for a woman or something like that. I don't. I don't want to do that. I want to let it because things are so stressful with the targeting that that part of my life I, I do want to leave up to God. You know, like if I meet somebody right now in the situation I'm in, they understand and I understand them. Good. You know, make it work, but I'm not, I'm not in the position to go like, you know, hunting. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm just not. I just, I don't. It's, it's not even that. And I used to do that, but, um, but now it's just I'm not in the place for that. And, uh, I mean, I know it would, it would work. You know, you work the numbers or whatever. But I think it's, I think something bigger is happening with this. You've got this balance. You've got this really bad thing happening to you right like the worst thing that's ever happened to you in your life um and i'm a yeah yeah and i gotta tell you my sign i'm a pisces so pisces yeah pisces two fish swimming in opposite directions with one ring in the middle so usually when i have really horrible things happen in my life there's something awesome connected to it there's something that is the best thing in my life. And so I've had bad things. Right. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. I know exactly what you mean, but damn it. (laughs) Are you smoking weed? No, I wish I was, but the thing about it is, (laughs) (laughs) I I was earlier this week. Yeah, I had had me some damn drope. Really? You're always talking shit about them. No, I don't grow it. I, I shoot it. Oh man, I I take CBD oil, but I want I want to you know I'm gonna get that herb. Yeah, man, it's know. awesome. I tell you, um, the the thing about it is though about the girls, you know, it's like I I friend like these. 
beautiful, hot, model-looking girls, man, and they all accept my friend's request. But, you know, I, I, the thing about it is I'll get on their posts, and I'll post like stuff. They post provocative-looking pictures of their ass and everything, and I'll get on there also like, hey, baby, yeah, you got going on in there. I, I, and there's all kinds of other good-looking guys on there. I just, I don't care. I just post it. I want my will to be known, you know. And they respond yeah. back. They're like, they wink and stuff, and like, thank you, cutie, and all this. Yeah, you just gotta go for it. Don't care. I don't care who rejects me, you know. Well, no, I mean, I know that's the that's the spot you're in. I've been in that spot before, you know, where I've just been like, you know, I'm so I'm real confident, and I'm like, I don't care who rejects me, but. I'm in a different place, you know. It's not it's not about like being unconfident. It's about dealing with what I need to deal with individually and you know, I see people out there that I would like to maybe have something with, but there's, you know, there's a time and a place and I don't know. I'm, yeah. Somebody's okay. Trust me, I'm I'm never not thinking about that, but I'm not I'm just Right now, not hunting, you know. <laughs> well, I'm a hunter. You can tell I am, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. I've, I've been in those places, and I think that's a good way to do it. And look, you were successful. Yeah. Congratulations so much, dude. Thank you, bro. And she's such a sweetie. I talked to her a couple of years ago. Uh, two years ago, she was on the calls, um, and she is such a sweetie. She's she a is. She really is. She's like... She's full of life. I love, yeah, I love her to death, really. Mm. Yeah, she's I, because she's always isn't she? She's the same one that used to get on Joe's call and talk about her husband running a shrimp boat business, right? Yes, that's yeah, her. That's yeah, I knew it was her. Yeah, I was like, I, I bet this girl sounds cute, man. I never thought I'd be she, dating her though. <laughs> she's been a lo- around for that long. It was like my calls were like. Two years ago. Yeah. Dang, man. Yeah, yeah I guess some, some people kind of on these calls, they, you know, they'll come around for a year and they'll leave, you know, they have to take care of stuff in their life and they'll come back. Yep. Leave, yep. you know. Well, that's what I'm, we had to do in 2014, man. We just, we, we just got to the point where it's But you like, didn't oh, leave. You didn't leave. Right. Well, we didn't leave, but we announced our absence, you know. I mean, it's not like we turned our back on the group or anything. Like We, we told everybody. I mean, we posted an update on the calls and everything. Let everybody know. So. But, but, we but tell me the it. truth, Ryan. Tell me the truth. You were in the group because I, I kind of feel it. You were misanthropic T.I., that was you. <laughs> shit, this, man. Don't even start that shit. Just, just tell well, me, man. Just tell me. I swear me. to God. I say, man, listen, Kyle, man. You were. Right. That's you. Because I remember talking to you in chat as misanthropic T.I. And then you came in I'm and it kidding, matches. It, it matches not, up. It does match me. up. It's not me, man. You know, Are you, Brian, he talks like this in Orange County, misanthropic tea. He's like, hello, guys. I better welcome to the, to the chat room, guest 13. And uh, oh, yeah, is that true just because? He, that's how he talks. I don't talk like that. I'm from Tennessee, uh-huh. and he's from Orange County, California. Who's the guy who talks like this? He's like, hey, guys. Fuck you, Kyle. Who's that guy? <laughs> 
that's it. Who's God, that? I interrupted Neil's show. Yeah, <laughs> who is that? Who's that guy? I don't know, man. <laughs> that guy's hilarious. Hey, fuck you, Neil. <laughs> Kyle, suck my balls. <laughs> He's not part of OSI, huh? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. No, I don't know who that guy is, but I do think he's funny, though. Man, you <laughs> see, like I thought you were, I thought you were um, misanthropic, Ti, because that guy was around on on some of my beginning calls, but then misanthropic Ti came along a little bit later uh, on Ella's calls and my calls when we were doing our calls, and he he was always talking about drinking. And some uh, of the some of the vocabulary that you use is kind of like his. Like so what, I was like, what, what vocabulary? Because he's e- well, he's either he's either ant or you. Like it's either ant or you. It's misanthropic ti. It's ant. That's ant farm. Yeah, it's missing. I'm not ant misanthropic ti. And that stupid ass Karen Archer man. What a dumb. He thought you were ant. I've talked to ant. I've talked to ant. I know it's not you. You but I think you're misanthropic T.I. No, I still I'm not, think, man. And I, off the record, I think you're misanthropic T.I. No, man. No, 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 no. I it, still think misan- you are. No, Ant Farm, Ant is misanthropic T.I. That's his new screen name that he made. But I went in, I called in on Ant Farm's call like the, three weeks ago and talked to him. He's flipped out, man. He thinks that... He's reincarnated as Jesus Christ and everything. I think the purpose is run amok on him, really. Right, so Why doesn't he just come back to the calls and try and get help? I don't know, but he's flipped out, man. He's just I don't know if it's stock drugs that they've got him on or what. I don't know, but God. Mm. It's unfortunate, too. I like the guy. I like misanthropic, too. I, I think he's... You know, he's a good guy. He's my age. He's our age, but he's pissed a lot of people off on the calls, and he's kind of isolated himself away from the community. But other than that, he, I mean, I think he's, I kind of feel sorry for him, man. Well, I don't, I don't remember him isolating himself. He, he just, he drank. I remember that because he talked about drinking, and he would make kind of, I don't remember him pissing anybody off, though. Well, so, like, me thinking you're the- him, I didn't think he did anything bad. You know, well, he logged I, but, into the chat room and he posted in big bold fonts. He would say like "fuck you," ha ha ha, and then he would log back out and then log back in. He'd, he'd do the hit and runs. And yeah, his, idol was, a, his idol was his idol was Chuck. So <laughs> Chuck Langenberg. Yeah, he's a fucking asshole, man. That, that guy hated everybody, man. He was like he was a misanthropi misanthropy. Yeah. Well, he well he um, was kind of smart. That. He was really smart about the gang stalking, but he was like all those people talking about directed energy weapons. They wanted to spread it. Gang stalking. They said they were crazy yeah. talkers. Yeah, and I'm like, man, what are you a, a government disinformant or something? You're like, and then we found out he admitted that he was the one that had been trolling our our call over here. He'd been logging in as a, as a damn sock puppet guest with. You know, a network of computers and coming in here writing shit about us, saying we're shills and perps and all that shit. And I got on the mic one day as Brian. I had my voice changer on, and I I, I gave me a big spiel, a big rant about Chuck Boy, and he never did it again. He never, ever, ever came back in our room saying anything bad again. What's I, who's Brian? 
do Brian. Do the voice changing <clears throat> Brian. Well, Brian was kind of a deeper. You know, I had a I had modulation on my voice making it deeper. Are you Rob? No. no hey, no, guys. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, I just hey, wanted hey. to see. You were talking about some kind of prison thing. Uh, and I just wanted to know if that had anything to do with the, uh, the subject of, uh, targeting gang stalking. He's, uh... I like Rob. I like uh, Rob. I like Rob, uh... Where the fuck is Rob tonight? Hey, Rob's gonna come down here. He's gonna come down here and see me, buddy. He's He's coming down here. July, yeah, about June or July. Connie's supposed to be coming down here, too, but I I doubt she will now. She's pissed off. Oh, well, it's, it's her loss. I'll just invite Chrissy Stoll down here. Uh, yeah, but anyway. Well, Chris, you got no your girlfriend in Alabama. But see, the thing about it is, no, 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 no. She, my girlfriend, she's bi, man, and she wants us to have an orgy with another girl. And I'm like, hell yeah! <laughs> Tell mm-hmm. me when and where she wants it. So I'm, I'm about Chrissy. Yeah, you too, man. I don't care. I mean, not no orgy, but <laughs> yeah, never. Never that. I mean, it's gonna visit you, hang out. You know? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't trying to like scare you or anything like that. I figured that's how you interpret it as, like I was inviting no. you into the. <laughs> no, no, I know you're straight, dude. I know you're a straight guy. <laughs> uh, some people in chat were uh, saying the way I talk, I sound gay or something, but um, who cares no. if you're gay, dude? I don't care, man. I'm I... not. The, hey, you no, know what? I mean, it's not like I care. It like. You know, it's like the Seinfeld episode where they're like, you know, he's gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Like, that's how I'm like. I'm like, you know, I don't want to be known as gay, though, because I'm straight and I want a girlfriend. So I don't want anybody to think of me as gay. Right, yeah. You know, so it's not like there's anything wrong with that. Somebody just, told me you were gay. I, I, I mean, I don't care if what? you are, man. Somebody Who? told me you were. Who? I can't Who remember. told you that? It who was the like, fuck told you that? It was like weeks ago, man. I can't remember who it was. Somebody told me that they heard... Tell me their name. I can't Tell remember. Me their name. Really Give me their name. I, I mean, I don't care if you... I don't think you are, but, you know, I don't care if you are or not. I'm not at all. <laughs> well, see the not thing at about, all. Well, see the thing about gays, you know, hey, that means more women for us guys. Well, I, yeah, no, no, I've had gay friends all my life. Like, at Barnes & Noble, I was best friends with um, a homosexual dude, but he wasn't really feminine. He liked comic books and stuff like that, and he had a hard time finding guys, and, like, we would go out, and I would find women, and he would, you know, uh, try and find guys, but, like, we were friends because of the comic books, and we liked movies and stuff like that. And it was like, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about the gay part. But, um, no. Now, I've had girlfriends all my life. Like, I, I'm better with a girl. Um, I'm actually better. I'm better. And even even two years into the targeting, uh, or two years when I knew I was in the targeting, I had a girlfriend in Ethel that I went and visited all the time, and we hung out, and, like, we were, oh, man, like, we were really good. Um, but then, after those two years, so, like, the last, see, that ended in, like, 2014, so I think for, like, four years, I have not had a girlfriend. I've chatted, I've chatted with girls, you know, like, other target individual girls uh, on text, and flirted, and things like that, but never, like, gone and visit them. 
So I guess I haven't. It's kind of like having a girlfriend, but not, you know, not fully. Not like you want to, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and end the record. I'm gonna leave the call on. I end this recording. This is just basically guy talk right now. Talk about girl. Yeah, you can end the recording. Just disregard us. Yeah, disregard the girl talk. We're we're only human. I don't. Well, the thing about it is, we can't sit around and talk about torture and harassment and murder 24/7. Drive us crazy. There's got to be a laugh. Got to be some talk of some girls, et cetera. You know. So. And that's yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, like Brian too came on my call um, last night, and he was like, "This call has been taken over by perpetrators. You're letting people take you totally off a topic." And you know what I was thinking is, you know, the call is good. People are having. Con-